Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious, bike that goes nowhere podcast. This is Sheldon. And I'm Meredith. And hello, Meredith. Hi. Happy it's February. Happy February, but it's getting warmer here this weekend. Yes. Well, at least one of the days. It's gorgeous we're, here. Yeah, we're we're getting like 60s and stuff on Friday and then 60s on Saturday and then like 30 on Sunday. Yeah. So a little, little bit of a weird one. But I plan on trying to maybe get outside for a little... <gasps> A little something, something. Maybe, maybe take the bike out. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Ooh, maybe I'll take a bike to go somewhere. Maybe I'll do some uh, meat barbecuing. Or oh, something. nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, things. I'm going to be indoor to swim meet all weekend. Oh, so, yay. They don't swim outdoors here in Oklahoma? No. no. <laughs> it's going to feel like Florida in there. I always, so it's cold out. So I put on my long sleeve, you know, swim yeah. parent shirt. And then I go in <laughs> and I burn up. So I'm going to try to remember layers. Layers. Like layers. a like a croissant. Like I might even wear flip-flops. Like it gets hot oh, in there. Really? It's like, oh, it's, I think it does. You'd be surprised how much like just humidity yeah. that and, gets projected. Yeah. But the smell, the chlorine, I don't know what it is, but I think I'm yeah. kind of addicted to it. I love being oh. a swim parent. I'm like, oh, this you? is great. I'm I was like, gonna say I, I was I was gonna give you like <laughs> ideas to get out of it. Not to get out of it, but like like a cardboard cutout. You oh. could just make a little like little put like a little video camera for eyeballs so you can actually see oh. it, but watch it from the sun outside. Oh, that's funny. Well, there's so much time, there's so many heats and things that a lot of times I know when her events are and so then yeah. i'll go out and i'll walk around the building a few times oh, just it. to breathe and to get my yeah. steps in for my apple watch but yeah yeah you, <laughs> i must i must give it to the apple watch yes you must have your steps i must feed you well i joined one of those apple watch teams you know oh, and so i'm go. uh, god bless you <laughs> i can't let my team down I don't. I I refuse. I just won't do it. Well, it's been good for me because it it makes yeah, me think. Hey, let's you know, let's do some it's yoga a, or something. Let's close that. What was, it, what was the word I came up with? Accountability buddy or something like yes! accountability buddy. Accountability yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But I did get a new indoor bike trainer. Um, oh, I was excited about. It. Yeah, you know, I was. Um, you know, I have my Ashlon, which I use mm-hmm. religiously all the time. But I also do some some riding on with my road bike and. Outdoors and indoors, and so I um I had a, a trainer that I I got like kind of a connected one that connects to a fitness app, um but I wanted like the next level up because it has more resistance in it and, and better it takes hills better and it actually rides better, and so I went and got one I had a great sale on it and I'm oh, very excited about it yay. so much cool like it like when you're on like the little little uh screen and you run over cobblestones it vibrates oh. and so it feels like you're actually on cobblestone so that See, it's kind of cool yeah we've got a lot of brick neat. streets here in ponca so you could just yeah. like go right outside and and exactly. feel like cobblestones could, and you can like uh like make a put a little margarita maker on your back Ooh, and just shake it shake up it. right <laughs> yeah exactly see i would we could like have a business like you know, the, the mar the margarita bike company there it is right there. i mean everybody has everything they want so these off the wall things this is what people get people who already have everything we could be the store for that yeah yeah that could, that could and be you could do all the work and i could just I every could. once in a while think mm-hmm. of an idea and get some money. Yeah. It'd be good, right? Like we wouldn't it. make any money, by the way. We just, oh. <laughs> much like our podcast, we don't make any money. <laughs> no, but I do, do I do fun. have a recommendation uh, from Netflix, oh, yes. not a sponsor. Oh, not a sponsor, um, yeah. But the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. You heard of it? 
Um, I think her name is Jane. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, no. <laughs> yeah, I have. It's yes. uh, it's uh, the, the Kristen Bell, right? Yes, yes, it I is. love her. She's so, my favorite. Okay, first of all, I was intrigued because I love Gone sure. Girl, the girl on the train. You know, all, all this, those books. Oh yeah, and the woman with the dragon tattoo yeah. and stuff, and uh, all that. yeah. So, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. I was like, what on earth? And then I saw it was Kristen Bell, and I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, you're in. I, you're in. I'm in. I watched like the first <laughs> episode and I was like, I'm not so sure. Yeah. And then there was a twist and then another twist, twist. and another twist. And by the end of it, like oh a my pretzel. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so a pretzel like, of, of anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> so I do recommend it. Um, okay. A lot of people have been binging it in like one sitting. It took me two or three, but I got it done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I've seen you're in into the Wordle thing. Oh yes, Wordle. Yeah, oh, yes. I've seen that as well. Yeah. I just heard that they have like a Hogwarts one, and oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and God. I know they have Swordle, <laughs> and then someone told me they have Loodle, and so Loodle. I'm like, yeah, that's like lewd words. <laughs> I think you'd run out pretty quick. Well, maybe not. Maybe you up my vocabulary. Because okay. there's only it's only four letters, and I'm like, there's only oh. so many four letter swear words. Yeah, and some of yeah, them you think so. aren't quite swears. They're like, if you were four years old, it's a swear. But oh, I see. Like, but <laughs> yeah, <poop. laughs> not really a swear in our house, but okay. <laughs> Hey, you never know. Whatever, whatever works. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you're I, not I just, into it. No, I've not gone. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some, some way they're going to steal my data if I do the world. <laughs> some kind of hack. He always but starts off the, with um, this word. It's the key to his identity. Exactly. It's yeah. Super password. Uh, no, I think they got, bought, they got bought by the New York Times. I think. Uh, yes. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Of course, anytime a big company like that buys something that's that's trendy, it will fail. <laughs> yeah, no I just it takes point. away the fun of it. I think it's yeah. like eh. well, as long as the guy made his money. No, I, I just you think know? it's like you know, there's it, it, always fads, right? Stuff go yeah. up and down, and you know, you know. I know you still play Pokemon, but I don't. Know I, do. People do. I don't. I know do. I do. People do. Um. And, yeah, like lots of people do. Okay, maybe maybe I'm just because I remember like everyone was doing it. 2016, um, baby, it came 2016, out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and um, forever. Still, still playing it. Um, yeah, getting ready to get yeah. back into Animal Crossing. I took a break from that because I uh, got better than my husband, so he quit playing with me. Yeah, so I quit playing, but now I'm like, I'm gonna play anyway. Yeah, you, you do, you, Mayor. <laughs> Me and my Animal Crossing. <laughs> you go, you go, you go raise that barn. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's get talking about what people come here for. Our guest. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, our guest is, I, I love our guest. We, she's, she's a, a particular favorite. Yeah, she's a particular this, this favorite, is a biased yeah. episode. Yeah, a little bit. We are fangirls <laughs> of this person. Yeah, yeah, she's a good friend, and um, looking forward to having the conversation and, and, and recapping it and all that. Well, the first full merit, let's tell people how they can find us. How do I do that kind of thing? Well, at Twitter, at Bike Goes, I've had a couple more followers. It's really exciting. Oh, oh, um, like Jama Oliver follows okay. us on oh, the Twitter. Oh, mm-hmm. the illustrious Jama Yes, Oliver. and she plays Wordle, by the way, and she kicks my um, butt. She kicks no. my butt on the bike and at Wordle. It is not fair. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> 
Um, and then bike that goes nowhere on Instagram, bike that goes mm-hmm. nowhere on Facebook, and bike that goes nowhere at gmail.com for our email address, which people have been emailing us their studio Ooh. and meetup pics for the oh, yeah, giveaway. I should probably check that email. I, I probably yes. for those who did do email, I I don't check that email address every day. It's on a different computer. So I apologize if we're not getting back to you immediately on those, but I will check it today. Oh, we will have um, all of them. I will make Sheldon check it and we'll make sure everyone gets entered into the drawing. Yes, yes. Um, I've had a couple of people just DM me, you know, nice. fine. Don't follow the rules. Queen, it's okay with me. Queen. Um, as long as I get the pictures yeah, exactly. and then I get to use them for our social media. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and then uh, it, then again, if you if you don't follow the show, make sure you know we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify. You know, follow it, yeah, give us a great rating, and if you really feel so compelled, send us a review. We'd love to read that on the air. Yeah, um, something we love to do. Uh, let's see, and then oh, also let's, let's not forget to mention our little collaboration. I've seen some oh, great yeah. pictures out there where, with yes. our fluffy but fit friends. Um, we have a collaboration shirt that is available, and if uh, you're so compelled, you can go find it at uh, fluffybutfit.co slash pages slash bike dash podcast and uh, fluffybutfit.co. Fluffy and so um, go check it out, and, and uh, if you have questions, reach out and send us your pictures and with, with that on, too. We'd love to see that and, and share it wide and far. Yes, we've do. gotten a few and I've gotten permission to share them. So I will be putting that up shortly before this Excellent. episode even comes out. Um, yeah, get, it's really exciting. They're cute. I they love the little are. beet juice. They, they I love the great. little name on the screen. <laughs> yes, yes. It was good. Mm. They're fun folks. I mean, we're glad yeah. we got to work with them for sure. But anyways, let's get to our, our illustrious guest. What do you say? Yep. Let's good. do it. All right. We'll see you on the other side in the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. We're just here to have some fun Let our faces feel the morning sun Go to laugh and put on a smile Come along and join us for a while Well, it's pretty clear to me The whole world takes itself too seriously Take a ride with Shelly Mare On a bike that goes nowhere If it's pretty clear to you won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shelly and Mare on a bike that goes nowhere. And Meredith, some people's idea of fun is a warm, sunny beach or shopping in New York City. For today's guest, their happy place is driving a few hundred miles, sleeping in the back of their station wagon, waking up, running 50 plus miles or so, and then driving home. When she isn't working overnight shifts as a pharmacist, she is training, baking, or taking her doggies out for a run. Competing in ultra running and triathlons is her jam, so much so that she and another friend have started a podcast about it. Meredith and I also share a love of the Great British Baking Show with her, and that's made us all fast friends. She is the goddess of endurance, the master of mileage, our Oklahoma bestie, Allison Anderson. Welcome, my friend. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, Allison. It's so good to see you. You too. Even though we're two hours apart and could actually like see each other. Well, that is a, that is a true story. We had to do it a happens. podcast it interview happens. to see each other. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it's worth. We it. are excited. yeah, we are so excited to have Allison. And we're you know, just full disclosure: the three of us are pretty good friends. 
uh, you know, outside of uh, the podcast realm. And uh, but she's a, a fantastic human being with a uh, a really gr- interesting story and a super freaking athlete. So we wanted to have her on and and talk about all the things that make her tick and inspire a few of you all to to want to be more like her because I do. Me too. <laughs> she made me start running again just because I'm like, I want to do trails. I want to do that. So, yeah. yeah. So, Allison, it. tell us a little bit about your journey and how, how fitness became involved and how Echelon became involved. Um, it started with running, mm-hmm. um, I, which wasn't even, I mean, I kind of have always been one of those like casual workout people. So, mm-hmm. you know, like. It's stopping on the way home from work and doing half an hour on an elliptical machine, like at the Y kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, until we got our current Dalmatian, um, who His is head I see right now. Yep, you can Meredith and Sheldon can <laughs> see him. Um, and at the time he was like eighteen months old, and he was like super energetic and just kind of really really a handful so i started like walking him before work and the walks were getting longer to make him tired and then it turned into um we're gonna have to start doing some running because i'm not gonna get up you know three hours before work to walk (laughs) you for an hour so yeah um so we started running but we i mean i wasn't a runner i've never done that so we were literally doing like run two driveways, walk two driveways through our neighborhood um, until it just became running every day. Um, Then it was, we ran a 5K every day together for a year. Um, Wow, every day for, okay, so that's a big jump. Every day for a year. (laughs) I'm not not recommending that to everyone. It's just what we did. (laughs) Yeah, so So when, when, when was this? How long ago was this when you started the whole process? Um, that would have been about, that would have been 2015. Okay. All right. So just a few years ago, like six years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not too long. Um, then I thought maybe I could like train for a half marathon at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that and it just evolved from there. Um, to. By evolved to like, you mean to like <laughs> run right, that I'm, make people's heads spin, right? I mean, half marathon to 50 miles. That's a logical yeah, I think. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> I'm just good, kidding. Good, well, good luck, and, jump. <laughs> and, and you know, don't you like you did? Um, you know, a half marathon on trails, and then half marathon on the street to make a full marathon, like yeah, at the same time. I, yeah, I've done a lot of weird races like that. Yeah. That is a that's a race that happens in Tulsa every year. Um, it's called half and half, and you can do either half or you can do both. Um, doing both isn't smart. I don't think. I was going to say, how many people do you reckon do both? I think there were like six of us the year that I did it. Honestly, there were, I mean, there were lots of people in the road half and probably a few dozen in the trail half. And then like six of us that did both. So, so, so what goes on? Okay. So you were doing, you said you did a half marathon and then you jumped to this thing, right? So what goes on in your head that makes you say, yeah, that sounds like something I want to do. What, 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 what's, what, what was the trigger point? Was this something you just set your mind to or? Or just um, kind of a whim. <laughs> well, I curious. didn't. I didn't really go from half marathon to to fifty miles. That was a joke. But okay. I did do the stuff in between. I did a couple of fulls. Um, I love a like a twenty five k trail race. That's one of my favorite things. Um, but 
I found, so I don't, I don't like to feel my workouts the next day. Mm. Um, I don't like to, I don't like to go really hard at anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have found that endurance is, is the sweet spot for me. So I'm not going to go. Um, I mean, I, I eventually started getting into triathlons and I did a couple of sprints. And the thing about a sprint triathlon is you go hard the whole time. You like, I can settle in. Um, I make, I'm like, I've joked about it, but I think it's a thing that like endurance people say is like, it's just about your, your willingness to suffer through something. So like, if you can suffer for hours, then you'll be fine. Um, but really selling it. I know. Doesn't it? I mean, did, did you, you want to come to the next one? Well, I mean, what I'm thinking is you're like, I don't like to fill my workouts the next day. And I'm thinking, you know, Sheldon, if you ran a half marathon on the trails and then a half marathon on the roads, I think I'd feel it the next day. How about you? But if I trained for it, I think I, right. think your point, I get your yeah, point, yeah. though. I think it is the way you're, you, you yes. like to train. Where yeah. I, it's, a, it's a discipline thing because I think. A lot of people's mindset is if I don't beat myself up and really feel the pain and feel the burn, as they say, right? Then I'm not getting a workout. And by Um, suffer, I mean just in like in reaching a point where you don't want to be doing this anymore, but you still keep going. Not like physical pain. Right. (laughs) No, not pushing through the physical pain. Right. Really more the mental toughness, I think. Um, Yeah. And then that became like a, a, um at some po- i mean at some point there's like this recognition that's like i have this like healthy body that i can ask to do things and mm-hmm. what more can i ask from it i mean mm-hmm. so far like if i don't know I, what's the next thing i can ask it for i think there's a natural progression to things but i do think some of the super long 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 stuff is maybe not it's not super appealing. I don't know if I'll ever try like a hundred mile race. I won't rule mm. it out. Right. But I do think that like, I think a good, like a 50 K or a 50 mile is, is more my wheelhouse than that. Got it. Okay. So <laughs> what, so into 50 mile, I think for most people that are listening to this, we're going to be like super long. <laughs> holy, holy hell. Right. <laughs> and then, so like, Okay, what's the difference between doing a 50 and 100 miles? What's 50 miles? Obviously, it's double that. You're doing it twice. For you, for you, what makes it, I guess, more difficult for you? Because that's it. Most of us can never make that leap to 50 miles. It's not going to happen for most of us. It's really hard. The difference between 50 miles and 100 miles? Just for you, from from like a. a, Yeah. Um, There are are things that physically happen to you. when you start pushing towards a hundred miles um, that are like even the most elite of endurance athletes will like experience. So I assume that everyday regular people like me will also like, I mean, if you listen to like Dean Carnass's books, like, you know, he's running a hundred mile races and I mean, just your body is, I mean, things happen. So like, I mean, he's he went blind during one. Like, All right. he, I can like, see that yeah. problem. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> maybe we. I mean, problem. I feel like we maybe just need to start the whole podcast over because I am really just doing a great job of making this sound great. So. <laughs> no, I mean, like you know, toenails are going to fall off. All this kind of stuff. Yeah, people know how much. I mean, <laughs> how much? Yeah, I did. Do you want? 
And that's why Sheldon only does 30-minute rides. Yes. <laughs> that's the moral And I'll do back-to-back 30-minute rides and call that back-to-back. Yeah. No. I think, I mean, for sure you're going to lose, like, I mean, I did, I did a 50K, like, in October. I didn't, there were no, nothing happened. I didn't have any blisters. I didn't yeah. have any, yeah. like, kept all my toenails. That doesn't. That's not going to happen in a hundred miles. You're going to have some it. definite. I got like, it. Right. That makes more sense. I, I think that's, yeah. a, that's that an important on. distinction. Yeah. So yeah. very good. So, so then, tell, how okay. did you go yeah. into like, sorry, Sheldon, to oh, like the, the swimming and and biking and stuff too? Because running, I mean, there's a lot of people who run and running is their thing. So um, you're like, I, I need more in... of a challenge. <laughs> yeah. What's what makes this sound crazier? What can um, make running harder? <laughs> let's swim and bike and then huh. run. Let's do that last after yeah. doing some other things. <laughs> um, no, I so I added in biking as cross training because mm-hmm. I I personally don't feel like it's healthy to run like six days a week. I don't feel like yeah. it's good for your right. body, especially now. I mean, none of us in the room are all that young anymore. Um, wow. Speak for so, yourself, even though you're the I'll, youngest. Hey, my I'll last speak name for the is room. Young. I'm always young. Yeah. Oh. Hey, oh. Forever oh. young. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I don't. I do think it's really hard on your body to. So mm. I added in biking. That's when I got my echelon. Was I was adding in biking as cross training. I was doing that a couple days a week, and then um, I added in swimming as like a form of active recovery because it is Mm. really good for your, like it is really good recovery for um, like your core and your legs. Mm -hmm. Um, So I added that in. So both were just added in as, as cross training and recovery. And then once I was doing them, I was like, maybe maybe I could maybe try for a triathlon, even though I'm never learned to swim as a child. And, I'm sure this will go it's well. You, Great, you plan. say that. I, so many people that are doing triathlons have never swam. I don't know why, but maybe it's just my friend circle. Like I know Eden. Like, Eden, who's done a bunch Eden of them him, now, yeah. learned to swim as an uh, adult. You know, your, yeah. your 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 podcast host, the co-host, Moxie. Yeah, he never learned to swim. Now he's ready to do one. It's it's amazing to me how many people that are have never learned to swim. Because I I I'm a terrible swimmer. I'm an awful awful swimmer. And to me, I am mortified by the fact that. Someone would ask me to go go try to swim somewhere. <laughs> and I just I don't know if I could get there. And just I mean, and so many people I know this. I learned to swim this dog. Maybe I need to get off my my little baby horse now and say, okay, maybe Shelby needs to learn to swim. I think the <laughs> I think the big thing for me was that I I never learned to swim. I mean, I I very distinctly remember quitting swimming lessons mm-hmm. um, as a kid, and they wanted me to jump off that diving board into the deep end i was like four or five and i threw a fit and my brother who is very protective was there and was like don't make her do it and so we stormed out of the room together and i never went back Mm. um but they the thing i think that helped was so then i mean we live meredith and i live in like the land of thousand lakes Mm -hmm. um they're everywhere here so everyone that's how they spend the summer and that's the that's the case you know all over the country but like that's how they spend the summer is on the weekend you go to whatever friend whatever friend's parents are going to the lake for the weekend you tag along and so 
I, one of my really good friends, her parents went to the lake every single weekend. I went with her. Like you just spend, you spend time on the water. I could not, I wasn't a swimmer, but I could tube, I could ski. Right. I just couldn't swim, but it also meant I wasn't afraid of murky water. Um, right. Oh, yeah. I was going to say our lakes, maybe we should clarify. If you're thinking Lake Tahoe, if you're oh, thinking no, no. you can see the bottom, Mm-mm. no. Thinking, I'm thinking Lake Lake Water Moccasin is what I'm thinking. <laughs> yep. Water Moccasin. That's exactly right. Catfish. It is dirty, murky. Oh. Some parts it's reddish brown. Yeah. Um, Ooh, yummy. Yeah. Never can you see your hand very far no. from your face. No. And we, are, we live in prime, prime noodling country yes. so yeah uh, yeah have you ever noodled have you ever done it um kind of um <laughs> for, for those who don't know what noodling is it's sticking your hand down some random hole in the water and hoping that catfish latches hold of your hand and you pull them out basically you're wanting a catfish to bite you yeah. and yes. then you yank them out like you grab them by the jaw like yeah. and yank them out um yeah. and you pray it's a snapping turtle right correct uh, or, yeah. or anything yeah. else yeah yeah um my cousin is never. like, he's a champion noodler. Oh. So, like, <laughs> that's he, an Oklahoma saying. My cousin is a champion noodler. Did you want me to add a drawl to yes. that? <laughs> My cousin Donnie is a champion noodler. <laughs> there it is. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, my. So, okay. So, not afraid of the water, picked up swimming uh, as an adult, and then said, hey, Maybe I can string these three things together. Yeah. Um, what was your first experience like? Um, I should say the first one I did, I went to, I drove to Houston mm-hmm. um, to do it. Well, yeah, that was my first actual one because the first one that I showed up to the swim got canceled because the oh. wind was crazy. Um, it was in Oklahoma City. Um, so the first actual triathlon that I did was in uh outside of Houston and they did not describe it well um they it was it was a sprint and it was when i was driving up like to to pick up my packet like the day before the race i was kind of like hmm why am i driving through a quite fancy neighborhood and i don't I don't really know where a body of water is um, nearby, so I'm not I'm not really sure what's happening. Um, and so the swim was basically 400 meters in a lazy river that went around this neighborhood. Oh my goodness! Um, that was just <laughs> absolutely full of ducks. Oh it was God. a it was a duck pond. Um, <laughs> and this was in like late october and the water temperature was like 60 degrees that morning so it was freezing i didn't have a formal wetsuit i had a like a paddleboard yoga wetsuit that like (laughs) came to my knees and my elbows and is not meant to be swimming i mean yeah that's meant for like when you fall off i mean you don't have like arm movement in it or anything um it was it was bad <laughs> so oh boy, oh boy. So um, lessons were learned yes. yeah i learned yeah <laughs> learned a couple of things i learned you can survive cold water um yeah. and 
uh, learned how to interact with. I mean, for such a small triathlon, they had they had all the perks of like a big one. So they had um, this is not risque. I'm just gonna say it, but they had mm-hmm. they had wetsuit strippers. Um, oh, so they pull you out of the water and they throw you to the ground and they take your wetsuit off of you without like really even communicating. Like there's like. <laughs> A couple. I mean, they grab you by the arms and push you to the ground and like yank it off of you and then hand it to you. It was very like, you know, and I'm, I'm somebody who's like, oh, I'll, no, I'll handle that myself. No, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. No, they don't. No, there's like a couple of, off it comes. Yeah. There's a couple of grunts and then there you are on the, on the ground. So (laughs) I was going to ask if you got attacked by any ducks. I had no idea you were attacked by people. No, no, but I got so (laughs) So sick afterwards. Yeah, no, because you don't have to yank it off yourself. Okay. It's real hard to get a wetsuit off. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I can see that. Like, what happened to you? Well, I got peeled. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then and then it was it was cool outside. Um, the the usual thing that happens to me on the bike happened where um I got passed by a bunch of you know dudes that are larger than me um on the bike, and I'm a thousand percent used to that. It still happens today. Um, and then it's really, really fun in the run to pass them again. I, I'll just say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, nope. <laughs> just because, um, not, I mean, I hate being competitive. I don't, it's not really not my wheelhouse, but when you see a guy who passes you on the bike and doesn't do the, the, I'm a real big fan of like, you know, etiquette and and stuff like that so when they don't say on your left and they just kind of blow past you and surprise you and then you can see that person again on the run and you can be like oh hey how's it going and then pass them yeah. on your left yeah <laughs> oh hey, hey or how about life. the guys who get super competitive and won't let you pass until you finally have to to well, leave them in the dust and say i'm just not tired <laughs> i'm not tired you can stop doing this that <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm a girl. I'm sorry I'm a girl and it makes you feel bad, but I trained for this. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And um, so when it came to the echelon, you picked the echelon up Mm -hmm. um, as a, as a cross training aspect of, of what you were doing. Yes. Uh, Now I know your training programs are pretty strict and, and pretty planned out for a while. When does the echelon fit into the programs these days? Is it kind of in your off season or when, when do you use it? Um, yeah, it is. Um, this year has been a little different just because I mm-hmm. did, I did two really big triathlons right. that really, I did, I did two half Ironmans this year. Um, and that required basically almost a hundred percent of my bike time to be on the bike outdoors. Yep. Right. Um, but typically. If it is, um, if I'm not doing a big triathlon, I'm doing like an ultra, then the echelon would be like a cross training day in between two runs. So there would be, you know, probably a 45 minute class in there in between. Um, it's also good, like, a, you know, um, it's good for like, if you're going to do some standing hill training, I've right. done that a few times with it. I really used it early on in my like triathlon days um for most a lot of my indoor bike training i have i have a different trainer now that a a road bike actually goes on but i spent a lot of time doing um 
the the original enduro rides that yeah. that Megan Hanawald used to do. Yeah. I've, I can't even tell you how many times I've done them all. I've done three of them back to back. Like Right. I remember just, that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be on the bike for a while. And I'm thought, yeah. man, I, I love Megan yeah. and, and I love the Echelon bike. I don't know about three Enduros in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um that's dedication. I, I've spent quite a long time doing those. Um I don't I don't really do as much of the like power stuff i I avoid yeah. all of that kind of thing um but that's my nature in general i don't like i mean when i'm running i don't like to do speed work on the track either so that's just yeah. how i am slow yeah. and steady yep that's Keep me going that's the Very one good uh so yeah we, and we've had uh, both Meredith and i've had the pleasure of watching you race and it's, yeah it's pretty, that was it's really pretty awesome. impressive i gotta say it's like <laughs> i never as i've told people before on this you know i used to run a lot but I'd mm-hmm. never done like a triathlon. I did a one bike or did a run bike thing once way back in the day, but never something of the magnitude that, that I'd seen out at like the uh, the half Ironman. And it was it was fun to watch you. It was and, uh, just and it was just impressive to watch how you know obviously it's a massive endurance event, but you're still smiling, you're still doing your thing, you're coming across the line. And okay, we're done now. Let's go eat. Yeah, yeah. Are we? Yeah. We're we're eating, right? That's what yes. we're doing next. Yeah, please. Blowing kisses to the camera. I mean, exactly. you have style. That you do have style. Such style. That's that's years of bad race photos. Uh, you gotta have you gotta have something in your pocket. Like you gotta have something planned for for when you know people are gonna be looking. Otherwise, you wind up with these like you know these pained expressions with maybe something crusted on your face. So you don't, <laughs> nobody needs, you clean that up before you get out of that tunnel. And people see you again. So. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about injury because you do these long, you know, big endurance races and things. And I know you've had injury and I just, I saw someone, um, I follow a lot of runners on, on Twitter and he was going to do his marathon and one mile in, he fell, jacked up his knee and had to Mm -hmm. quit about 10 K in. And he's like, no shame in it. I just, I had to. And I think you're a good example of that, that you don't want to miss a race. You don't want to not be able to train, but you have to listen to your body because he could have finished that marathon and then done something yeah. so severe he needed surgery or not been able to run for a year yeah. after that. Yeah. It's I mean, yeah, so I I do have I mean I did I did have an injury this year and it's still kind of like hanging around right now. Um so but it is I I had I was planning to do a, a full Iron Man and I just knew if I did that I would probably like make it worse or mm-hmm. maybe maybe just not even make it through the event right. so um and i was i mean i was upset about that to have to like, you were there you had trained you were, it was so oh yeah close yeah, yeah i had trained twice actually fully because of covid so i had fully trained for a, a full iron man twice um because it got canceled for covid the first time and then I had to drop the race about three and a half weeks before it happened. So mm. I I have now like when I when I defer it and actually do it, 
uh, that will make three times to train for the same race. And that's hard. I mean, I think a lot of people, I mean, I don't know what you draw from to kind of think, you know, this is something I want. Obviously, it's a big goal. And so you're like, you know, this is just what I have to do to reach this goal. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. For me, uh, luckily, I like training for things. I actually, I enjoy being in a training cycle. I'm a little bit lost not being in a training cycle. Um, So that's a plus. Uh, But I do think there is something about like working really hard and then not getting there uh, to have to like work through. And I'm a, I'm a crier, so I think I just cried every day for a while, but like I I do that anyway, so it'd be hard to tell the difference, honestly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like I'll cry someone. Yeah. ASPCA commercials come on like Oh man. Yeah. But it's really not the end of the world. I think, you know, there's no you know, it it is a first world problem as we know, but it is um it's disappointing. Yeah. And you have to work through that. Yeah. So again, what when, when you know, getting to know you and all the things, it's like you're not a braggy person at all. You're Mm-mm. a very humble person. <laughs> you're someone that doesn't like you know doesn't talk trash. You, you you're very gracious about everything you do. Yet you're an absolutely amazing, amazing athlete. Um, and but a lot of people will look at triathlons and say, "Oh yeah, I can do that," and then they'll just get it in their head that um, you know, again, maybe they can do it. But I've seen a lot of people jump into these things thinking it's going to be just another thing to do, crash, burn, not you know, literally crash, but you know, crash and burn and realize that, hey, you know, drop out mid-race, whatever it is. Um, what would you tell someone that's thinking about doing a triathlon that would be necessary for them to be successful in a triathlon? Oh, goodness. Um, I think first, like, don't, I mean just do it because you want to do it mm-hmm. like do something for the actual enjoyment of doing it like if that is you don't have to love it to want to like you know for there to be a personal achievement involved like there are some people who are never going to love swimming and that's fine mm-hmm. um but there should be a reason that you do something that isn't because you want like other people to see it. Right. Um, I think, I mean, that sounds awful. I mean, I don't, that no, sounds. I think it's that way in college. I mean, a lot of people want to do what their parents have told them to do or what other people say they should do. And they start down a path and they're like, I hate this. Why am I doing yeah. this? And yeah. then they find something else that sparks, you know, a passion and they're like, well, but I really can't just do that because I've already kind of committed to this. And it's like, if you yeah. find out you love the biking and want to do like a big long haul biking or just yeah. be part of a team and do a portion of the Ironman as a relay. Right. That's awesome. That's, exactly. That's an incredible way to experience it. Or you can just go watch your friend. And that is how I plan to experience <laughs> Ironmans. Yeah. And uh, in yeah. the future. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, obviously seeing you train, Allison, it's like, yeah, it's not for the weary. Uh, no. It is a, it is a commitment. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. If 
in, when you're in a training cycle, it's just, just, just puts in, and you're doing, let's say you're training for one of these half environments, which is a pretty yeah. significant event, a very yes. significant event. <laughs> Maybe for, we should say what it is, on. like how far the swim oh, yeah. is and everything. It's a, <laughs> can you explain, explain to us yeah. the, the yeah. 70.3 half mile it is? Uh, it is a, it's a 1.2 mile open water swim. Open water and swim, a, okay. Sometimes with jellyfish in, in Galveston, right? <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. Um, a 56 mile bike ride. Okay. Okay. And then yeah. a thirteen point one mile run, which is a half marathon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just a so little half marathon at the end. Big event. Yeah. When you're training for that, what could a typical week of hours look like for you in putting on uh build, building? Oh gosh. Um, yeah, there's gonna be you're gonna be exercising probably in in peak weeks, I think probably fourteen to like sixteen hours. Um I mean, that's a pretty significant chunk i mean there were times full time too and yeah everything else yeah it it you're gonna you on the weekends you're gonna have a really long you might have a three-hour bike ride on saturday followed by like you know a two-hour run the next day and that's a big commitment if Mm -hmm. you have if you have family or you have you know other things that you want to like you know, give your time to like Netflix. Yeah. Not For me, sponsor. yeah, like, that's like the Netflix. one. I mean, I get behind when during my work week, so I I've got things to catch up on. Yeah, important stuff. <laughs> Massive. I see Allison out there on the road with a with a little phone <laughs> propped up on Netflix. Oh going yeah, a three hour bike I got bike ride. Some Google Glass going on. So <laughs> watching Bake Off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I am supposed to pay attention to (laughs) supposed to be paying attention to what's in front of me. Oh man! Oh yeah, you really are awesome. It's really impressive. I I admire what you do, and I admire your um, just the way you go about it. Like Sheldon said, not not braggy, not looking for any kudos, but because it's something you're passionate about and what you want to do, and how you encourage others to get involved in these harebrained schemes. I do. I mean, I do appreciate it. You guys know, I mean, people who know me or are close to me know that like at the slightest sign of um people starting to be comparative about things yeah. or competitive about things that I will actually just it, it is like my hair is on fire. I will run in the other direction. Like yeah. it is I I don't I do this like I do all this stuff because I really love actually doing it and it is a huge personal challenge for myself so that's where it comes from yeah you're trying to prove it to yourself i think not to anyone else and i mean um, that's good i'm a 40 year old lady i'm not gonna win things come on (laughs) (laughs) you've won our hearts oh my gosh oh yeah i think you you make a lot of great points allison and i think it's like you know one of the things you know, for people that are interested in trying triathlons, of course, give them a try. But think about the, what you're doing and the commitment. Think of the time. Start small, experiment, yeah. and, and all that stuff, and and uh, and recognize and that. Yeah, like poke around till you find your groove. I mean, mm. if it's, I happen to, I enjoy just accomplishing things. But mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of stumbled into a trail race and, and I'm, I don't know if I would have ever tried that, but it turns out that I absolutely just adore trail running. So like 
try a bunch of small things and you don't you really you don't know what you'll fall in love with and then when you find it dig in yeah Mm -hmm. and and like your um podcast partner moxie i mean don't be afraid to pivot because he had an injury and he also Mm -hmm. you know we already said wasn't a born swimmer and uh so he found a race where he could kayak that was his water portion and he knocked it out of the park you know, yeah. so um, you never know. Um, but yeah. don't don't do it just because. Well, it always has to be this. You can do duathlons. Just do the yeah. the run and the bike. Yeah. And I don't mean just. That's a huge thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. not <laughs> downplaying I mean, that. Well, in that race you're talking about, Norm you know, was supposed to do the whole thing, but he mm-hmm. he had a leg problem. He had an right. issue with his leg, and he talked about it on their podcast, which we'll talk about in a short time here. But um, you know, he said, you know what. It's not worth it. I loved. I, I worked hard. I want to do That's this all. Right. You know, he said, yeah. "I'm going to pull in a partner that did the run portion for him, and he did yep. the other two pieces." And he's very glad he did that. I yeah, mean, yeah. I that was it, smart. You know, that was his first real triathlon, yeah. and um, um, you know, he said, "You know, it's not worth taking taking myself taking myself out for a long injury. I'm going to be smart." Yeah. And, and he yeah. put it up. Yeah. Hey, Sheldon. You know what? What, Meredith? I'm feeling a little salty today. What's new? <laughs> Do you ever just feel like you need that little extra something in your water? Every day. Water is boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not scotch. I'm talking, you know, oh, something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good yeah, for so, you. So, so something good for, okay. There, yeah. Clarify, yeah. Meredith. I'm, I'm a man of simplicity here. <laughs> so I found these. Um, it's L-M-N-T, the letters. Okay. L-M-N-T. It's made by Elemental Labs, and it's a recharge electrolyte drink mix and it is salty it is they have so many flavors so they have your citrus salt your orange salt your raspberry salt your watermelon salt okay i'm now brace yourself okay chocolate salt (laughs) hey oh it's good it's like you know i mean there's there's caramel chocolate sea salt things you like it i can dig it I, i like it um then there's Mango chili salt and now mango. We're just getting crazy. Habanero salt. Oh, habanero! <laughs> I like the habanero. <laughs> so I have tried all of them. Um, okay. Raspberry salt's my favorite. The citrus ones are great too. Watermelon salt, chocolate salt, great. The others are too spicy for me. Like I can't Ooh. have spicy water. <laughs> I will. I will have to try these spicy waters, Meredith. Let's yeah, make it I'll happen. send you some. They're awesome. So, Elementy uh, leaves you feeling salty, fully replenished, even after five miles at noon in August in Oklahoma. Oh, fact. That's a testimonial, right there, Meredith. Exactly. So, Elementy uh, non-sponsor. Of course. So can we talk about your style? Because I talked about it before, but can we talk about your cute um, clothes and like oh man, fetch life? Okay. And I'm gonna your... go get a sandwich. I'll be right back. <laughs> you're Lily. Oh, shush you with your cool shirt and your awesome hat. You're the most fashionable of us. If people were looking at us right now, you're the fashionista. Yeah. Uh, Meredith um, and I have on sweatshirts. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't even know if I combed my hair today. <laughs> but, I, 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 yeah. I, I can assess you did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh, okay. You I'm, guys have ooh, quite the uh, pre-podcast doing, doing meeting. The, yeah. Doing the heat. Doing a heat fast and hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know like you're an ambassador for Lily Trotter. So uh-huh. yeah, but and and Fetch Life, you you wear their stuff and look really cute in it. So 
Tell us about well, that things. that makes it easy. So those are the two. Those are the two companies. I'm an ambassador for both of mm-hmm. them. Um, Lily Trotters is a a brand of compression socks. Um, I don't know if she still is, but at one point, Jema was yeah uh, an ambassador for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just like them because I um I have bought other versions of compression socks that have like patterns or designs and I do not care for it whenever you get them up over your calf and the design like spreads out. Right. Mm. And I have and big calves, I, and muscular well, calves, I will say. They yeah. they are awesome. But yeah, so I love them for that reason too. Exactly. And then they also have um, I mean, they just, there's a lot of benefits to compression. It's a matter mm-hmm. of finding the ones that you like. Lily Trotter, like they flute out the top of them so they don't dig into your skin. Mm. Just a few things like that. Then when I kind of got involved with them, I realized it was like, it's a women owned company that does a lot of, um, they do a lot of, of voice for women and work with Title IX and, um, activism for, you know, equality in racing but they also pursue um you know a lot of health benefits for you know women's for women's health i mean they they just pursue activism for that so um i enjoy being a part of their team um and then fetch life is a is a small little um little organization that what they do is they sell things via their website like it's just kind of fun dog related like hats and visors and toys and decals and stuff like that all of the money goes to support they sponsor dogs that are waiting to be adopted um in kind of the uh mostly kind of the connecticut area Mm -hmm. um but they so they that's literally what it is is they Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody's fostering a dog that needs to, that's waiting for a home, they still have to buy food and pay for vet bills and stuff like that. So they sponsor a handful of dogs at a time. Um, And so I'm an ambassador. I wear their kit, which is, that's the, the, all of the crazy colored stuff that you see, like cyclists and triathletes wearing. Um, And it makes it easy because it's cute. I don't have to think about it. And I do like having like a kit that no one else has. So oh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's easy to spot you because you're unique. <laughs> typically at any race that I do, there won't be anyone else with like a, a paw print covered kit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so usually it is it is easier to find me. Um, but so happy to I, I enjoy that. Plus, I mean, I don't really have to think about it. And sometimes I think. Like that's a whole part of the the cycling world that can get kind of crazy is like, yeah, is all the branding and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So this makes it super easy. I just, you know, I buy whatever it is that that they have for us in our little team store. And then I don't have to think about it. Very yeah. cool. Very awesome. cool. Yeah, your, your, your gear looks pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm jelly. <laughs> he's gonna start doing triathlons just so he can get a kit just like so that he can have a cool kit like alice oh dear oh so another thing that's that people don't may not know about you well they may know if they listen to your podcast because you're the, the post race cookie cast is their mm-hmm. podcast we'll that's talk about us. it in a minute yeah it, it's all about triathlons and um how it's not about uh uh 
the victory podium climb. It's it's about the uh, experience, as we've talked about. You've made very clear. Um, but you're a big baker. Yeah, you like to bake. Well, you you again. You're not Allison's nature is be. She's not gonna brag about it, <laughs> right? But if if, <laughs> if you've seen what she what she's made and had what she's made and seen what she posts on Instagram and the things she's made and know about her massive mixer collection. <laughs> if you've ever had a baking weekend with her and had her just, I'm going to try out this scone recipe and uh, it been like amazing and you'd pay $3 for one in a, in a boutique bakery, um, then you understand. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Cause uh, it, you know, running, cycling, baking all makes sense sure why not well i mean carb loading right yeah that's a, mm-hmm. you're supposed to i think Totes. um so yeah i mean my mom was a big big you know southern baker as a kid like all of the homemade uh all the homemade stuff and she taught me how whenever i was really young um and i'd kind of just fell like I've always enjoyed it ever since then um and I do find as most people do but I don't I might find them I might find them a little more I don't know deeper level um I love the looks of a KitchenAid mixer so um that would be I mean it's that's why my dog's name is Hobart. So, <laughs> which is a brand of mixer for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I do have I have amassed a collection of KitchenAid mixers. That's a a heavy thing to collect for those who think they might want to try it. Just <laughs> giving you a heads up. You need some You're... countertops, some space, <laughs> some shelves. So, yeah. What, what is your What is your prized possession in terms of the mixer collection? What is your your showpiece? Um. I have one from the, I believe it's from the 1930s. It still has a Hobart decal on the side. Oh. It's, it was made by Hobart, but it's called The Kitchen Aid. Oh. Um, so it is a big, it looks like when you go into a donut shop and you mm-hmm. see that giant like floor mixer that they have, it's a countertop version of that that was literally made for like the wives of like Hobart executives as a christmas gift one year oh, wow so this is just a countertop version of that you have to plug a fuse into the back of it to turn it on wow. but i mean it works and it smells like fire but um <laughs> i don't know that, that those two things can be said in the same <laughs> sentence and be factual well i mean we, and we i don't know need to get someone in to verify <laughs> I don't know what the paint quality on the outside of it is. If right. that, like, don't get any of the cookies. Were to like chip into your food or not? But <laughs> Hobart's oh, not a God. sponsor. No, <laughs> not. You you need to send us a picture of this mixer. Yeah, oh, so I'll, yeah, so I'll give can, you one. We can we'll put it up. We'll, we'll we have to share that with the audience for sure. I'm also uh, my husband pointed out that he doesn't think the fuse is the right size for it, uh, so that might be why it's not. Oh, then fire. he can fix it. He, so he, he can figure it out. I didn't know what a fuse looked like until I got that. Now I know. So. <laughs> now you know. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh gosh, yeah, and and I've had I've had your your baked goods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's talk about the podcast, uh, the the post race cookie cast. 
That's you guys us. got started right about the same time uh, that we did with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us the inspiration behind it. Uh, what you're, you know, what what you're talking to and talking about. Um. Well, the original concept was kind of that. I mean, you know, Norm came up with it, and he he kind of words it as he's the noob and I'm the natural, which I think is funny. Um, because. <laughs> I didn't do all of this until I was in, you know, my mid thirties and he was like a, like a track star in his youth. So I don't like, I'm not sure which of us is the noob versus the natural, but I think he's, he's coined the natural for me. Um, It's a little role reversal. (laughs) It's a whole different thing though, because Sheldon will tell you, I mean, just because you run track and you're great at running cross country does not mean necessarily that translates to marathons. (laughs) it's true we we would go out to beat the crap out of ourselves for a race yeah well okay um so we kind of just talk about we talk to other people like we we talk to um basically anyone in the industry that will you know that we can get our hands on from like um sports medicine physicians to maybe race directors to people that i you know obsess about on instagram um oh yeah race coaches i mean coach croft that was an amazing interview i love that yeah she's incredible um so we we kind of just it's it's a it's just a glimpse into the world i think from from my perspective i want to give a glimpse into the world of um real life people doing doing endurance events, doing, or events, and it doesn't have to be, I mean, it can be people who just fall in love with sprint triathlons and do sprints for the Mm -hmm. rest of their life. I have a lot of respect for that, uh, for kind of knowing, knowing where your niche is. Um, but so we just, we bring people on, we do, we kind of do some gear reviews. We, we like a good top three where we oft, um, disagree mightily on, on things and snacks or even just, I mean, how do you guys pronounce Reese's pieces? Is it uh, like yes? That Not one's Reese's gonna Reese's pieces. No, that is Reese's gonna follow pieces. us forever. Pieces. And I, I stand my ground on it. So, yes. <laughs> so, so you, you're just as petty as Meredith and I are about things. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, yeah we we definitely we definitely have two very different perspectives that come together in some places but we'll probably always remain different in others so yeah what what i do love about your podcast so it is a, again it, it opens the curtain i think for those that are curious about the the world of endurance athletics and oh, yeah. again, a lot of people a lot of people are very intimidated by it yeah um, yeah because it, it, it can be intimidating i mean it should be intimidating it's not for the faint of heart sometimes I mean, if you're gonna take on a big, yeah. a big event you should know what you're getting into but you guys really do a great job of opening the door and showing people what it's like and the things that you do to prepare and uh, like even like the things you do right before like okay i've got my three packs of goo my four things mm-hmm. of power aid whatever the heck you're drinking uh, which it's not power aid i'm sure it's some other uh, more nutritious brand or whatever <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> all right. and, uh, and all the things that go into it um to give people a, a great perspective of, of hey where might their desires fit in and, and you guys do a very good job of that and you do it in, it's a, usually it's typically a weekly podcast, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, usually about 40 minutes in length. Something, something yeah. In that realm. 40, 40, 45 minutes ish. Um, and I mean, that's my big thing is I like, I didn't, I didn't play sports growing up. I've mm-hmm. never been, I've never done athletic things. I started in my mid thirties. So it is, if it's attainable for me, it's attainable for anyone. But so I, I mean, to a degree at least. So there's no reason, but if you don't hear those stories, then you think it is a bunch of, you know, 28, you know, year old dudes, the the photos that that you see from from half Iron Man races. I know. Yeah. You guys did an episode um, and, you know, you kind of talked about running clubs and Mm -hmm. um, I always thought it would be great to be part of a running club, but I got to be a better runner first. Like I don't, you know, you don't just join a running club unless you can already run. And uh, that was my opinion. And then listening how, you know, for some people who like, the guy who started it now, it's a, it, he walks and he brings up and nobody gets left behind and you don't have to feel pressure. And, and it's like, I didn't know that existed because I have yeah. this own in my head perception that everyone else of knows what, what that they're must doing be. and is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. Because you see, I mean, you can only go by what you see. Right. And you don't always see, like, especially, I mean, we live in a curated world now. Yeah. So I... If you're not looking for things, you're not going to see them necessarily. So if you're not seeing regular people do big things, then you might think that it's something that's out of your reach when it's a thousand percent not. Right. Yeah. Right. You guys certainly make it accessible. And, and so if people are interested in, in learning more about the podcast, you know, where can they find more information? Um, I believe the website is the post race cookiecast.com let's check that real quick i got it i, I got know. it here i pulled it up <laughs> sheldon's on the I, I realized that I, I didn't have that question it is post race cookie.com okay is what it is and so it's there um turns out um i guess now the world knows i don't visit the website a ton so <laughs> but you contribute the the picture in the front is yours it has a lot of the cookies that you've made oh and, yeah um do you guys still do the cookie recipe after each episode i, I can't recall um, I, we do them after after like formal interviews so there's not a it. cookie on every single episode um but we i mean we talk about food a lot so yeah. Yeah. i mean as well yeah <laughs> food fuel carbs cookies uh, it comes up quite a bit so yeah yeah so there are cookie recipes there are Mm-hmm. triathlon information there's great interviews and you guys have a great dynamic and it's fun so highly recommend it the post race uh cookie cast uh find it where great podcasts are housed <laughs> yeah i'm a crumb head you can be an echelot and a crumb that's head right at crumb the same heads. Time. You can, uh, it's true echelot. now if you have the echelot crumb head double badge i mean that's a pretty elite moniker so yeah. it's true if you're, if you're true. an echelot and a crumb head i mean you're on the end now you've got the full gambit here and so highly recommend <laughs> that you listen to both and um you'll get uh like extra points and karma and stuff yeah because mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of people tune into the to ours because they it's kind of people they know sometimes or know of and i don't know hardly anyone that um i mean i knew nate obviously that allison yeah. and, and moxie have oh, um Megan, yep. interviewed but it's people's stories and it's stories yeah. of overcoming things of, you know, competing of, you know, and some of them are like really top athletes and, and some are 
like you said, everyday folks. And um, mm-hmm. it's always good. It's always yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite thing is because if you think that there's something that's like holding you back for some reason, and then you hear, you know, someone else kind of describe, you know, what they do on a regular basis, mm-hmm. then you you're kind of like, it's not it's not ever like a, oh my gosh, if they can, then I should be able to. It's more of a like, I might be able to make that work then. Well, yeah. How do I start running? How like Allison? Oh, I can run two driveways and then walk two driveways. Or yeah. you know, you, you don't start out, okay, today I run twenty five miles. And you can also <laughs> just you can make a lot of mistakes along the way because yeah. that's yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty much all I do. Um <laughs> Uh, so what is next for you in terms of your, your race planning and your event planning? What, what's on your horizon? Uh, well, um, so I don't have a, like this year was a super, this year was a really big year because of COVID. So I did a lot this year and I don't, I don't normally, I wouldn't normally like encourage that, but I had, I had chosen races and then they got you know, canceled from COVID and then I chose new races and then all of those races came back this year. <laughs> so <Yeah. right. laughs> I did a ton this year. Um, next year, um, uh, Norm and I are doing, we're going to be on a team to do uh, Chattanooga 70.3. So we have a, we have, we have a really great swimmer. I'm not going to, I'm just yeah, that's one of that. the elite like, athletes. Yeah. The interviews I was remembering. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they got a ringer for the swim. Hey, what they call they refer to as a ringer. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're gonna do that. Um, I am doing. Um, I am contemplating doing possibly doing a longer cycling event in the summer. I don't oh. know if it will be. Um, I don't know if it'll be like Tulsa Tough has a like a hundred mile event. I kind of want to do a cycling only event um, Mm. just because I haven't I haven't done that yet. I've everything I want to see what the world of of endurance cycling is a little bit more like not necessarily like racing. um, But and then I will I will likely do. Um, a 50 miler in the fall. I don't know which one yet. Um, probably, I will probably do Prairie Spirit in Kansas again. Okay. So Fun nothing, stuff. I only have one thing kind of set and registered for, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably pepper in some like training races, um, along the way, just because, especially if you're doing a lot of trail running, um, as a, you know, a girl by yourself going out in the woods for maybe 20 miles isn't always like yeah. feasible, especially where we live. We don't have a lot of trails out here. No, so. you're going to have to just loop and just like yeah. make your trail a track. And that's not yeah. good for trail runs. So I do, I do training. I do a lot of trail, like for a road race, I don't really do training races along the way for that. But for a for a trail run, I will try and put in one or two because that's a good way to get in a safer yeah. long run on yeah. the trails. So as long as the trails are marked, well, that's a whole ordeal. <laughs> so that's another podcast. That exactly, is, <laughs> it's quite the scene, yeah. as they say. So. Yeah. 
And, and if, if if someone wants to like follow you on Instagram or something, and and so they can see you and Fetch Life and Lily Trotters and all that stuff, how do they do that? Um, I, my my handle is Ladle Pants. Um, mm-hmm. Another so. story behind that. We'll take, talk, <laughs> tackle that one next time. <laughs> that's a whole ordeal. Um, so it's just, I think it's L A D L E Pants. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, all yep, one word. Is. So um, that's that's where I'm at. I don't I don't really do like. Twitter or anything, Instagram's the best way to find me. Yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. you post amazing stuff on um, it is. Instagram yeah. and you follow amazing people. So if someone's kind of looking to get into this world and they're like, I'm interested in this and, you know, just look at who she's following and you can't go wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah there's and, a lot. I, I, a lot of my heroes are people that I follow that probably people haven't heard of before yeah so. well i know you follow me so th- well th- i was thinking that as i said it i'm like case. she follows me but that's not what i mean as he <laughs> blows think, on his knuckles that's... and wipes I, it on his shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and the, and you you all you i see you always post about your um uh your podcast on that as well and there is mm-hmm. also on instagram the post race cookie uh uh-huh. instagram site as well so they can yeah, follow yeah. that for the podcast information so Absolutely. Now, we always have one more thing we do in every interview, and that is the three questions. Uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh is right. <laughs> <laughs> these are hard-hitting. These, these come out of nowhere. Oh, uh, no. no, they aren't. They're from a stupid little box of questions I have inside of my desk. I change them up after we ask one. So you have to pick a number, one, two, or three, and then you get a question. Does that work? Let's go with three. Three. Three spots. You know, hardly anyone picks one. I've, I've noticed that. Hmm. I've noticed that. We're all very, too humble. All too humble. I think <laughs> that's kind of the case. All right. Question is. Oh, okay. This is interesting. I have to think about it for a minute. Um, if you could change the ending to any movie you have ever seen, what movie would it be, and how would you alter the way it ends? Oh my! Do this. I think we need some suspenseful music. I'm going to drop some on here. I think. Uh, ready? Ready? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah, you like that? (laughs) (laughs) So, Allison, if you could change the ending to any movie you've ever seen, what movie would it be? And how would you change? No, what if my first instinct is really sad and then we end on a downer? (laughs) That's okay. Sheldon will make a funny joke. I'll flip it around on us. (laughs) What would you change? No, I first thought beaches and the mom wouldn't die. What yes. is that about? Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, mine was still Magnolias and Shelby wouldn't die. Yeah. Yeah, get that yeah. out of here. Okay. All Disney yeah, movies. Stop killing the mom, Disney. Yes, yeah. please stop. Yeah, I think I think, that, I think that, that is perfectly fine. I yeah. think that's good. Yeah. I like movies that, you know, sometimes you just like, I know it's they do it for the dramatic effect and they pull the emotional heartstrings, but I'm like, Throw us a happy bone here. I don't, yeah, I don't need to see that. I'm yeah. with don't, you. I, I mean, at least in Steel Magnolias, we we had Dolly Parton, you know, at the funeral, throwing in some some humor. But yes. like, here, hit this. But I mean, <laughs> still, like, take a whack at Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. In. I love. Oh, how many quotes movie. from that movie? Honestly, yeah. like. Yeah. My colors are pink and pink. <laughs> no, that's wrong. It's her colors are pink and pink. I right. No, they're yeah. blush and bashful. Yeah. Blush and bashful. Right. Sheldon's I like, I don't know what's going on here. Let's I talk about know. Die Hard. I don't know just nothing. Die Hard. Christmas I haven't. I mean, 
I haven't seen Die Hard. I don't know. <gasps> oh, oh, come on now. It's oh the truth. God. I learned oh, a new right. Die Hard trick. You have to watch Love Actually first, and then you watch oh, Die Hard. Actually. And Alan Rickman gets what's coming to him for what he did to Emma Thompson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would change that too, actually. That was on my list because we're changing all the movies. Watch out, Hollywood. Yeah. That's fair enough. Altered ending. That that could be an interesting podcast. This question was for one one alternate ending, but now I'm coming up with like 17 alternate endings. Armageddon. Bruce (laughs) doesn't die. Ben Affleck does instead. I I mean, yeah, you don't have to watch uh, Liv Tyler put that. Their giant hand on that TV screen while they <laughs> sing that song. So <laughs> that's, yeah. I don't know why that sticks in my mind. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So the one I would change would yeah. be Titanic because, oh. well, I mean, oh. come on. There's plenty of room on that floating thing for both of them. Yeah. I mean, it I thought you were going I'm like, I'm like, just. I, I don't know how much he bit. weighed. He might have been 500 pounds. All... We don't know. I don't know. Well, can he was we like try? eating. He was can eating street, street urchin <laughs> food and like dancing in you know in the heat. They didn't yeah. have central air back then. You know he was a stick. It's exactly. plus also that ending. The ending of that movie. Don't throw that diamond. Don't throw in that the diamond ocean. away. That's a lot what of money. That'll feed doing? a lot of people. Come on, yeah. Yeah. poor people. I'm with you. I'm with y'all on that one. So, so for me, it was like, okay, there's no need. Just, just move over. Just try. Just give, it, give it a college try. You can push them off if, if things get rough. You know, I get that. <laughs> but I know Meredith would shove me off the side. As soon, soon as it looked like we, we were having trouble, I'd be off. I get that. <laughs> just totally. try. At least, I mean, it's worth a shot. She's I already, know. I mean, you've already mm-hmm. both gotten wet. So it's not exactly. like you're going to like get her yeah, wet. She's already exactly. cold. Just I mean, those guys stood on an overturned life raft, like lifeboat, all night until rescue came. They could have managed on that door or wood or whatever. Uh I think so. I think so. They didn't try hard enough. Now that we've rewritten most of Hollywood, could we do it so that the ship doesn't sink at all? Well, you could. That would kind of wouldn't really. Can we alter history? (laughs) I was going to say we're starting to get into some gray area with with factual. They just make it to New York and all's cool. Yeah. (laughs) So John Jacob Astor doesn't get hit in the head. Movie's over in 14 minutes. (laughs) Here we are. It's all done. Um, Yeah. Anyways, I think that's a good place to wrap this thing up, guys. I think now that we've recreated all of Hollywood, and um, as Allison, thanks so much. This has been great. Thanks, guys. You're awesome. We love you. Been been long overdue. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We've. We've uh, all been podcasting and running and biking and all that fun stuff. And just said, well, you know what? About time to get Allison on. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So here it is. But awesome. anyways, all thank you all. And uh, thank you for joining us on the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. Welcome back to the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. Oh, my dear Allison Anderson. Isn't I love she, her to death. Isn't she amazing? She's just incredible. I have been infatuated with her ever since I saw her on the leaderboard. I've talked about this with, like, building community. I saw this Allison, well, it was ladle pants, um, in mm-hmm. Owasso. And I thought, that person's pretty close to me. I should be their yes. best friend. And then I just, I just manifested it. <laughs> You manifested it. <laughs> I was like, I see you. You shall be my friend. 
You shall be. I will hug you and squeeze you and name you George and keep you for my very own. Exactly. And then, I mean, amazing getting to know her, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the coolest people I know, like in real yeah. human life. Like, yeah. just. She's a. Just down to earth. Yeah. That's about the way to put it. That's yeah. the way to put it. It's. You, you know, it, you know, when it comes to like uh, her competing and everything oh, yeah. else. They're the most like non-competitive calm, competitors. Non-competitive competitors. Yeah. I think that's it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like she wants to do oh. really well, but for completely for herself, Her, which yeah. is a, an amazing way to be. Most people just can't live that way. They yeah. can't get by the uh, "I need to be better than." Yeah. Than I need to do this. You know, does it totally for herself, and it's so admirable because not a lot of people can pull that one off, and she does it with, with uh, you know, even when. It, Downtimes are mm-hmm. there and injuries. You know, she it's tough. She, yeah. she, she, you know, she, she faces them and she gets through them and then she just comes back. Yeah. Keep on a truck. I've never known does. someone so, you know, dedicated to doing what they need to do, following their training and not posting about it. I, I walk two miles like around the, the park yeah. and I'm like, hey, Instagram, guess what I did today? <laughs> You know, yeah, she, yeah. Meanwhile, she's like running ten miles and doing hills with a backpack on, and I'm I'm on the bike yeah. for four hours today. Yeah. You know, no big. But she no. doesn't put that on Instagram or <laughs> no, anywhere else for any accolades. No. It's just no. Yeah, it's uh, it just does she's, it. Gets it. Get gets her dead. Yeah. No. She may she may say, oh yeah, training today. Yeah. That's, you know, you. It's not that. Hey, I'm out there for five hours today. By the way, right. She's not constantly <laughs> listing it. Not that there's no, anything wrong with it, no. but it is just it's humble. It, right. Yeah. It's when humble. someone walks the walk and talks the talk, it's just you know she's you know pretty yeah, incredible. Yeah, and just the 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 will and person. I mean, for, considering she didn't start this relatively very long ago, mm-hmm. right? You know the the uh, the distance. No pun intended. The distance she's come in that mm-hmm. time. And building that perseverance, I meant to ask. I don't know. I don't remember if we if we went down this road, but has that always been there? And yeah. has it manifested itself different ways? I well, should reach out to her and get the answer to that question because I'm curious. Like, you know, did it just you know switch from one thing to the next, and and triathlons and endurance sports became the, the thing she's on now? Yeah, but, I mean, I'm telling you, going to pharmacy school. I mean, you know, schooling yeah, and stuff. That yeah. you know, I'm sure she was pretty dedicated to that because she's good at what she does, and that's yeah, not exactly, easy. Yeah. So, but yeah, five k every day for a year. I'm like, yeah, no. man, if I would just do that, that'd be great. <laughs> but I don't. Do, I do a five k once a, a week, and I'm like, hey, Instagram, <laughs> guess what I did. Yeah. So how do you become a triathlete? Well, you exercise about 16 hours a week. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) But it is something. It is such an accomplishment. That qualifies you for benefits in some jobs. Yeah. (laughs) But it's amazing. And and Echelon has really, it's gotten a lot of people into that. And then it's helped a lot of people who were already into that keep their training and keep doing something different and switch it up. And uh, it's a gateway, I think. I think you're right. I think it is certainly a uh, a transitory kind of path. Like I think, no, some people will stick with Echelon mm-hmm. and, and that will be their thing. And that's good. That's perfectly great yep. and awesome and fantastic. Some people are like, hey, I finally feel like a fit person. Yeah. I see other fit people doing these other things. Maybe I'll yeah. try that. And I mean, that's you know, I awesome. I didn't think I... 
yeah, yeah. I didn't think a year ago, like someone may say, I didn't think a year ago that I could ride five days a week, but yet here we are. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think it builds that level of confidence up um that allows us to to be bold and try new things with with a little more like less with less fear. Yes. Right. You know, it's like, hey, if I can do echelon as much as I do it. Um, I can maybe try something else and, you know, if I don't do it, that's cool. I can go back to Echelon and continue to do that, but maybe I'll like this thing. You know, we've had several, several of our close friends yeah. that have shifted gears and, you know, I would say even myself, you know, I'm, I'm a road biking person now. Yeah. Where the hell did that come from? I don't know. You know? I honestly yeah. don't condone that because I miss uh-huh. people when they're out on their mountain bikes and stuff like Brendan and he's like, oh, it's a nice yes. day and I'm not going to ride a ride. I'm like, I can't ride with you if you're out on your mountain bike. <laughs> get back I on your echelon. Plenty of echelon. <laughs> very, plenty of echelon. I'm very jealous yeah. when people do that. Trash jealous. Panda does that too. I'm like, get get back on your bike. Get Let's back. ride a ride together. You need to come home. <laughs> yeah, get out of that snow. Stop riding in the snow, you need silly. To come, come visit your Meredith. Need <laughs> you out there on your no, bicycle. but it's good. And it is. I think is. you know people see. Hey, I've I've committed to this. I've been dedicated. It almost is like it gives them permission. To then go right. do something else. Or like you right. said, it gets them in the basic conditioning to then go yeah. do something maybe they've always wanted to do. And then, you know, the community. It's yeah. you see other people doing yeah. it and they're and you reach out to them and they're like, Oh yeah, come do this with us, or I'll train with you, or I'll do that. And yeah. it's 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 beautiful. It's like an yeah. no one's like, No, this is my thing. And you don't have right. you can't have right. it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they've got, they've even started recently a, a triathletes mm-hmm. of ethel- echelon. Yeah, I'm staying far group, so that, Guys, new group, new, new group <laughs> alert. Um, For those of you that are interested in the triathlon, if you're just like, I'm not a triathlon guys, but a uh, triathlon person, but I'm interested in some of the things that go on there. Cause you know, I am road biking now mm-hmm. and who knows, maybe I'll throw a run in there. We'll see. I don't think I'll swim. It's really not my jam, but uh, maybe I'll find someone else. But they're, they're ones that have kayaks, yeah. have kayaks in them too. I, I could do that. So um, if you're interested in triathlons, go to the, the uh, triathletes of Echelon and, uh, you know, try just, you can gander, you can, you can lurk like you do with, with the rides. Yeah. I wonder if I could find one with like but, horseback um, riding and I could like ride the horse through the water horse. for the swim exactly. part. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Well, and then yeah, ride the yeah, horse no, no, instead of biking. No, 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 no. And then ride horse instead of running. I guess I want to go on a trail ride. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. When, it, when thinking, though, about um, Allison and stuff, uh, you know, the, the whole concept of the baby steps just comes yeah. into place. So, you know, tiny, tiny, tiny mm-hmm. shifts and just slowly growing. And then, you know, something that resonated with me is just saying, you know, finding your thing. Yeah. Just keep trying it out, right? We all have our thing. Our thing could be echelon. I think it could yep. be spin biking. And it's like I have some people will love it and that's their jam. Some people may want to try other things, you know, but don't be afraid to go test the waters. And uh who knows? You may find something you fall in love with and, and keep keep giving it giving it away. I, I love that about that, about her and that. Yeah. Yeah, and I just yeah. love that she she does find her own way. She does her own thing. Totally. Um, and yeah. she knows her own strengths and her yep. weaknesses. And she doesn't say, well, I'm not as good at that, so I just give up on it. She she puts just as much effort in the cycling part of it as the run part. And, um, and she's very accepting of, okay, some people are going to pass me on the bike part. And then I'm going to pass some people on the run part. And either way, it's okay. Like it's not, right. it's not like 
she's hating the whole time on the bike because people are passing her. You know, that you could right. really get down on yourself. And Sure. You just got to yeah, keep going. Yeah, she's out there for her. Yeah. Out there for her. And, I, and for me, it made me laugh a little bit. It's like um, her whole thing that she, when she decided to do endurance was like, I didn't want to feel my workouts the next yeah. day. <laughs> I'm like, that's actually a pretty good thing. Because I know it's like, sometimes I ride hard mm-hmm. and I, I feel it the next day. You do. Day. Ain't no lie. Power Ain't hour. No lie. Man, sometimes I'm riding a bike, uh, I'm yeah. riding a ride the next day. I'm like, why do my quads hurt? Oh, because I did oh, 60 yes. minutes, you know, of power. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's smart. Yeah. And um, keeping on some of the other topics we were talking about, the whole whole concept of honor and respect, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, and this is, a, this is one, this one resonates with me as well. Uh, I do feel, I like to earn things. Yeah. I like to earn things. And I think I love to respect people that earn things. Um, and so I, and, I think it's, people can miss the etiquette of that sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, uh, I think she, when we were talking about with her, it, it was, it was resonating with me too. Cause it's like, um, you know, sometimes you see people like going out and claiming things <laughs> or, or taking titles of, of people uh, that have really gone out and earned said thing. Yeah. Uh, as opposed, but again, it's like, it's all relative, right? Uh, you know, I think maybe people it's, get really it's, enthusiastic it's and then, yeah. you know, it can also be where sometimes people haven't ever given their, themselves permission to call themselves, like call themselves a runner. In fact, I was listening yeah. to a podcast, another mother runner. A mother runner. You mother runner. Oh man, it's a good podcast. <laughs> Allison listens to it. She's it who got me hooked on it. But they were like, they don't, they don't even hardly use the term jogging anymore. They're like, if you're out right. there, you're running. You're running. You're running. Yeah, for sure. And for you sure. know, I know for a long time I felt like I couldn't call myself a runner. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and but you're earning, you're yeah. putting the stripes on there. But I, I try to I try to remember like the situation we were talking about with, with that particular statement. But, um, you know, just honor and respect. I mean, mm-hmm. for, for, I, I, I tend to be very careful how I hand out those titles. Yeah. Uh, cause you know, for me it was, um, I don't know. I, I guess I'll, I'll stop talking about it cause it probably sounds pretentious. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to stop, but you no, know, but I, when I think about it, it's like, I, I love to earn things and, yeah. you know, and, uh, like for example, I'm not going to go out and, and buy a $10,000 bike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> T- tomorrow. Right. I don't feel like I've earned that yet. Right? Gotcha. Okay. You know, I think maybe, maybe it's that kind of thing for me. Um, you know, I went and bought a used road bike. You know, mm-hmm. it's a decent one, but a used one. Someday, if I achieve some things that I have in my my mind that I don't tell people, if I achieve that, then I may say, okay, maybe I'm I'll spend this on myself. Right. That's it's, it's just that kind of thing. Yeah. And um it's, your it, own it's silly. It's it's like, but, but it's again that's my own framework. Yeah. It's Sheldon's framework. But I'm just saying it resonated to me when she was talking about that because I feel the same way about stuff. Uh, it just maybe it just came from No, from I think that's amazing. And I almost think it's almost like when you make something yourself, you're prouder of it than like if yeah. you if you went yeah. and store bought it. And like her bike you know, she bought this neat frame, but it was like just the frame and got it used. And then her right. her husband helped her and they like built it from scratch. They Frankenstein it yeah. together. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. now, I mean, like if you tried to buy that bike, 
off a rack with all that stuff on right, it, right. it'd be so super, super expensive. expensive. Right. And right, instead right, right. they were able to piece it together and, um, and it's amazing. So yeah. I, and I yeah. do think it, it means a lot that way. I think that's really cool. It's like you <laughs> crafted your bike. I think that's where I'm coming yeah. with it. Yeah. I think it's where I'm coming with it. It's like, you know, um, I don't know. It just, it, it just it's something like that stuck if with me. I with bought me. a fancy car with all the bells and whistles. I wouldn't know what to do with it. You know, like if I yeah, had a race car. I hear you. <laughs> you know, I guess it's true. You know, it's the same type I'm, of thing. I'm pretty good with my thing. Jeep. That's enough. I don't even right. know what half the stuff does on it either. I'm like, oh, what's know, this button do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, again, we talked with her about, uh, you know, some of the challenges she's had. Like the you know, having to train for the same race like three times, yeah. basically, right? <sighs> what a grind. Because uh, it... That a, sort of training that takes is a willpower. grind. That's not just, that I'm going to hop on a 30-minute ride and, okay, I'm training. No. Yeah. No. No. And you, you don't you don't prep for that in two weeks. No. You prep for that in six months. Months, yeah. And at the end of it, all of a sudden, hey, guess what? Yeah. You don't get to do that yeah. thing. And, you know, it's it just, it just, again, attunes to her mental toughness mm-hmm. to be able to say, you know, to you know, have your feels, yeah. get the feels out. Yep. Okay, we're gonna do this again yeah. and then again, right? Can't imagine. And um, it, it's a it, you have to have a just an ironclad constitution mm-hmm. to be able to do that. You have to be very sure of yourself people would, and who you are. Well, some people would yeah. just punt yeah. after that one. You know, you, you kind of get done. You're like, yeah, okay, I'm not doing that again. Uh, just for, all for naught. Or it's even worse though. It's it's harder though. Like if you're in the race, yeah. I've had to drop out of a race before. Yeah. Like it, oh. it's rare, but I've had to do it uh, due to injury. Um, well, I think it happened like once to me. I, I've always gotten through, but like once I had to, I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Yeah. It sucks because yeah, it, it was something you prepped and trained for, and you had expectations. And um, but it's it, mental toughness. I mean, the way she's had to do this, particularly for triathlon training, it's so much. Yeah, because it's so just, many uh, different pieces. Yeah, so yeah. much. It's just it's yeah. just a testament to her. Just a testament to her, for sure. Oh yeah, what a great person. Uh, let's um let's plug her stuff. She has all kinds of things. Let's let's give another another. They do a podcast. Her and our friend Norm called the Post Race Cookie Cast. You can find it at postracecookie.com or at postracecookie on Instagram. I uh, can find uh, Allison at Ladle Pants at Ladle Pants if you want to follow her. L a d l e p a n t s. Um, she's and also she's sponsored. She's sponsored by uh, Lily Trotters and uh, or ambassador for Lily Trotters and Fetch Life. So two great products. Go go check those guys out too and give them a like and absolutely and, uh, like the stuff on Allison's uh, page as she does it. So good stuff. Anything else, Mary? No, but I do think if you are interested in the triathlon stuff, I mean, listening to their back episodes of their podcast and yeah. stuff, you're going to find so much, um, so many different stories of how people kind of got into different things and, yeah. um, everyone's journey is different. And there are people who started from never doing anything. There were people who were competitive swimmers and then they decided to do other stuff. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's triathlete yeah. coaches. Yeah. You have, I mean, and they have they have like every discipline on there. They have mm-hmm. runners and they have uh, swimmers. Yep. Um, so it, it's worth a listen, even if you aren't just into triathlons. If oh, you're yeah. into any of that Anything. stuff, endurance yeah. athlete stuff, give it a listen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good call, Mel. Good call. Okay, shall we move on to our next, yeah. next topic? Okay, let's do our industry news. Okay, buckle up again, folks. I'm ready. 
Wow. Lay it on me. Jeez. What a it's what been a wild what a, ride. Even I know about some of it. I'm like, whoa, it's I even know. entered my world. Lots of stuff new. <laughs> let's talk about some of the less interesting stuff first. Oh, okay. Yeah, some of the the, the more benign news. Uh, let's see. Les Mills. Les Mills. Les Mills. I was like, whatever what? it is. The Broadway Les Mills. No, it's like Les Mills. Okay. Um, they've been around a long time. Yes. Uh, they are actually turning to a boxing workout mm. into a VR game, a virtual reality. Okay. Now, again, you know how much I love the boxing? Um, that could be interesting, except I probably would break stuff in my yeah. house. Yeah, I, I worry uh, about like the Wii remote going through around. the TV, you know? I worry about exactly. <laughs> the Oculus yes. end up punching a wall. So what we do breaking. in our house with the Oculus is we have a little mat and you stand on the mat. And so you don't, if you feel yourself going off the mat, you move. Oh, I see. Yeah, that way you don't hit the TV. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. They should be like like a, like ropes around like your like your lower waist, you know, but like at the thigh level. I was thinking so a boxing ring possibly... of ropes for the box. Yeah, like a little boxing ring. I totally. I wonder if you or could like, be fighting or, Rocky, or, or maybe like one of those electric dog fences. Like oh, they have a little collar that you get zapped if you go outside the little ring. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad Imagine. I'm not a gamer. Wow. There you go. It's hardcore. Hey, the things we do for the games, Mara. The things we do for the games. Oh dear. Um, yeah, so let's see. Um, the app called Future uh, raised $75 million. Mm. It pairs you with a trainer for accountability. It mm. comes with an Apple Watch. Okay. You, have a, you, put a, you put a deposit down for mm. it. I guess you get it back if you're trying it. Um, and you basically get like uh, texts and stuff like encouragement. And it, it's like an, an engaged fitness thing. It's like, But it's like one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like $150 a month. So it ain't cheap, um, but it's actually an interesting, uh, you know, way to get paired with a trainer, kind of yeah. virtually using the Apple Watch system. So interesting, I yeah. thought seventy five million bucks coming their way. Uh, Strava introduced points of interest. So this is uh, like it shows you where restaurants, cafes, bike shops, stuff like that. Um, you, you have to be kind of a paying customer to see all the stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, only only pain can can pull it into into like custom routes. You mm. can see it if 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 it's you know on in, in your non custom route stuff, but if you want to pull it into your custom routes, you have to be a paying member. Okay, so. oh, that's kind of cool. Like imagine being out on a a run or, or a bike and say, "I need a bike shop. Where is one?" Yeah, right? boom, there's one. Nearby. I was but thinking Starbucks. How many Starbucks are along this I mean, route? <laughs> well, I have a little Starbucks app. I could find those all time. <laughs> Duh, Mara. Duh. <laughs> I live in Ponca City. We have two. I know where they're both yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. It's like a homey exactly. beacon. <laughs> I'll meet you at the Starbucks. Oh, I met the other one. <laughs> it's 20 feet away. Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> literally on the same street. Oh, dear. Okay. Planet Fitness has added 1.7 million members in 2021. Does this mean that gym memberships are coming back strong? Hmm. Do you think? I don't know. I, I think a lot of people are going back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, 15, 15.2 million total now in, in, in their, in their uh, planet fitness network, which is pretty big. So you, you think about this, you think about some of the big boys and, and, uh, or, or big, big players, I guess, and uh, connected fitness and like, Oh yeah, no, it's the biggest ones have like, you know, 6 million active users. Like, but this is 15 million people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of people in there. Yeah. So it's interesting. I'd love, it'd be interesting if they started doing more partnership with connected fitness and brought their 
members mm-hmm. into those connected fitness networks. I think there'd be an interesting synergy there. I don't know. I'd like to see it, more of it. Um, and not that I, I don't, I guess I don't see myself going back to gyms. Though. No. I, have, I have, I have a gym here in my community that I use for like weights yeah. and stuff. But I don't know if I go back. I to have a gym. no desire to go back to the gym. Yeah. I have no desire to worry about if anyone's looking at me, which I know they're not, but I you still always think they are. Um, there's been a lot more people because I dropped my daughter off at the um recplex to do her swimming, and there's a, the parking lot's been pretty full. And I, yeah. I thought it was just the new year, but we're into February and it's still pretty full. So people are going back, and I just know. No I desire. I, I just no. I just. I guess everything. I have everything I need. But yeah. You know what? I, we are. We are very probably lucky. a little biased. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um. But uh, continuing kind of on the topic, you know, Fit Insider did an article. Uh, again, Les Mis did a. Uh, I don't know if it's Lay or Les Mis. I apologize if I have the. Uh, um. Uh, pronunciation wrong. Uh, they they did a survey with like twelve thousand plus people, and. 62% factor in music uh, instruction and choreography uh, into their selection of classes. So mu- music and instruction and choreography, no surprises there, right. big factor, right? Um, but it's the whole con- the whole thing here is like the concept of the rock star instructor. Yeah. And how important is that, right? And then 58% of these surveyed. Now, again, it didn't give the breakdown or these gym member people, are they connected fitness? It could be a mix of both. You just don't know. 58% would cancel their membership if their favorite class got taken away. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting to me. Um, so 58% would, would cancel if their favorite class got taken away. If your favorite class got taken away, what would be your reaction? Um, probably to write to someone and say, Hey, can we please have this class back? It was my favorite, yeah. but I would do a different yeah. class as well. Like I'm going to do something else. Yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah. I, I, That's just it, and I guess, you know, we, I have a lot of we've had classes. someone. Yeah. 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 You do have a lot of favorites. That's for sure. Yeah. It's like, I'll find something to favorite. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like, you know, I guess, um, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I, of course I have my go-to stuff that I enjoy doing, but if they took it away, yeah, I'd be bummed and I'd say, what the hell are you doing? But I don't think I would abandon the platform. No, um, I think a big, it'd have to be a pretty big change, a big hard lesson we all have to learn. And it really stinks yeah. is it's yeah. not all about us. I know. Darn it. <laughs> you know, and Damn sometimes it. there's reasons yeah. they might take it away. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes the instructor leaves, yeah. and that, or, you, or you know, or there's, uh, you know, or there's something that schedule change that causes them to part ways. Yeah. Things things happen, and sometimes you have to assume. Again, this is a big assumption. I'm assuming people are looking at data, right, and saying, okay, this class or this type of class is getting a lot more attendance and and we want people to be engaged to their platform so we're, we're we need more of this type right. or this class isn't doing so great we have to look at this and say do we keep it or do we put another type of class in there that maybe might be more interesting to people right. and of course they're they're going to be loyalists to every single 
time slot or a class, whatever it is. Um, now, I do empathize with some of the things I've seen here, of course, right? You know, people on the West Coast, you know, they want some time oh, slot absolutely. stuff for them, you know, and, um, you know, and some stuff, you know, again, we have more live classes than basically any other platform I've seen. Just, just realize that. Yeah. And some of the other platforms, you know, most of the rides people are doing are on demand rides, just so everyone knows that. We're very fortunate here at Echelon. We have a lot of live content, a ton. And we've, it's a privilege to ride live. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're very lucky. We have as many as we do. I mean, it's not even close on the other platforms. I've looked. Trust me. It's not even close for live rides. But on-demand rides are always there. And so um, I, I just I, I caution just from that perspective, you know, let's let's uh, be thankful for what we do have in that space. Oh, yeah. But um, but I do empathize with people that want some for their time slots. We all do. Right. You know, I'm fortunate I'm on the East Coast. Same time zone as Chattanooga, Miami. I got any ride I want. I'm, I'm pretty lucky. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, just interesting. Very interesting statistics there. Uh, now some other fun stuff. Let's see, uh, builder online. It's a, so the, at the, they did again, survey of people that are building homes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, 47% say it's relatively important for them to have an exercise room. Mm, okay. It's actually more than I thought it would be. You, you know, I think more people were at least semi-interested, but 47% it's pretty important yeah. for them to have an exercise room. So uh, I saw this article today and, and um, uh, I can see that, I guess. And, you know, the good news is, is if it doesn't work out, you don't, I don't use the gym. It's got built-in coat hangers. So yeah. You just hang all your stuff on the equipment. Right? <laughs> you know, that was it. It doubles as a closet. Yeah, it was actually somebody asked, they're like, Hey, I've got a special dedicated place for my bike, but I never go in there. What do you guys do? And some people are like, it's in my living room. It's in my bedroom. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, my stuff is out there, but it was in my bedroom for a long time. Now I have a dedicated porch gym space, which is awesome and closed. And, um, but I've already got the habit. I've already, I'm already committed to doing it all the time. So yeah. it's not a big deal for me to go out there and do it. Um, yeah. But whatever it takes. Exactly. Mine was in my office, like mm-hmm. where you see me right now. Yeah. It was literally right behind me. And, uh, but it was like when you walk through the front door, my office is right here. Yeah. And so like my bike was there and it's like right in the middle of the floor and you're like, okay, maybe I should move that. So we kind of gave up. We, uh, we have in a townhouse and our bedrooms are on like the third floor of the townhouse. And there's two good sized bedrooms. One is also, my wife has a small office in there. Not really one, but that was where our spare, our, our guest bedroom was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I basically took that over, got rid of the bed and, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have my gym up there, basically. Yeah. Uh, now again, we do, we do have a fold out bed up there that we yeah. can, uh, like a Murphy type bed that we can we can pull out and all the stuff could go in our bedroom if it had to. But it's essentially a gym yeah. at this point. So yeah, it's awesome. Uh, very fortunate. Yeah, it's a that was an life interesting no statistic. It was. Yeah. It was. I thought it was interesting. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. That's a good one, Mary. All right. That's a good one. All right. So beach sweat. You ever hear of it? Beach sweat. Yeah. Yeah, did, this is huh? one of the ones that got huh? into my world. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Hey, no. Uh, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, it's essentially, I'm going to use like the, what the way that they describe yeah. it. Peloton meets only fans. Uh, it is, I want to call it R rated fitness. Scantily clad. Yeah. Folk. Teeny weeny bikini. Exercising. And, yeah. I'm going to, I'll put quotes around exercising. Mm-hmm. 
uh, doing exercises. It, I guess they feel that people will be engaged. You know, it, I guess they're going for the 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 wing of I'm here to look at the candy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I know? mean, whatever it takes to get you on the bike, I guess. I guess. Or where, yeah. But um, they even have a tip jar, Meredith. For um, for the for, for the instructors. Now, if they had a bartender on a bike and was making me drinks, yeah. then I would tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, it's interesting. So you want to hear a more interesting statistics? Yes, please. In like three weeks, they got 30,000 members. Oh, my heavens. Were you one of them? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, Meredith. You weren't expecting that. Where you're like, wait, what? But did but, she just ask me? But there is a free trial period, a two-week trial period. Oh, set your I could alarms. Do it Don't for forget the to show. cancel. <laughs> I could do it for the show. You, I mean, take one for the team. I mean. <laughs> I'd have to run Research. that one by the by the boss yeah. upstairs here. <laughs> I don't think that one's gonna go over well. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I saw that and I went, "Oh my, they have ripped the bandaid off completely, haven't they?" Yeah. Um, I don't want to yuck yeah. anyone's yum, but that's not. No, for me. no. Hey, look. You know, if it works for, I'm not gonna look. People, we're all adults here. Yep. People can do what they want. Yep. But it raised my eyebrows a little bit. I went, <laughs> oh, oh. Hey now, I was I was more concerned that the pers- the, uh, the the lovely young woman on the bike on the beach was using the toe cages with sneakers and not clip ins. Oh. I was a little distraught by that part. Yeah, um, I I didn't didn't think that was really. I would just want to make sure there's form. enough sunscreen in use. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking too. Mary. Um. Anyways, okay, let's get to some of the big news. Um, in this week's uh, Connected Fitness World. Let's just talk about Peloton, shall we? Okay. Wow. What a ride they're taking. I got um, whiplash. It was, you know, for a few weeks ago, we were talking about their stock tanking because of missing earnings and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and this week, a lot more things happened. There was buzz buzzword buzz about um, potential takeovers by or, or purchases or mergers, mm-hmm. we would call it. From like um, uh, Nike and or uh, Amazon yeah. were the two names that were thrown around, and so that got people in a, in a whirl um, thinking about that. And people were speculating: should they do this, that, the other thing? And then, basically, the earnings call was Tuesday, uh, and uh, what happened was their CEO stepped down, stepped into, well, he stepped, I'm going to say he stepped over. He didn't step down. He moved into the executive chairman role. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially he's on the board as the executive chairman. So still has a lot of power. Um. They brought in a C, new CEO, Um. a fellow named, the first name is Barry. I can't remember the last name. Uh, he worked with uh, Spotify and uh, I think Netflix. Uh, I, I, may, I may have that wrong. I know Spotify was one of them. Anyways, um, brought him in. He's been he was CFO, Chief Financial Officer for those companies. So I don't again not sure um, what the play is. Whether he's going to be like an operations type leader or or they're looking just for someone to look tight at finances. I, was say, I know someone who knows the numbers. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, my first, yeah, my first 
thought though it's like when you bring someone in like that you know are you looking to be bought mm. you know because you're looking to position and make a great financial deal i could be wrong on that it's just a speculation it's not, nothing that i can really prove um but the sad part of this the hard part of this is 2800 people lost their jobs yeah i can't ever be um I mean, you never want to see that. I don't. I mean, no, that's, no, uh, that's horrible. Incredibly sad. And uh, there, are, guys. Um, you know, I don't know anyone that works in. You know, there's a lot of good people. Uh, that you know, a lot of passionate people at, at, at that organization. Uh, you know, it is. It has been named. Peloton was named one of the best places to work uh, in New York. Uh, it's very. It was very diversity friendly, and uh, so. You know, people loved working there, at least on the surface. And from from people that talked about it, they did love working there. So it's heartbreaking for them mm-hmm. uh, to to be to. And they and they they threw a number out. They threw a number out that it was twenty percent of the workforce. Now, if you do that math, you're talking fourteen thousand people at Peloton. I don't think that number is right. Yeah. Uh, someone said they were nine thousand around September. Maybe they hired that. Maybe it seems like a lot. So someone's got their math wrong. I I, I think mm. on that one. It's what regardless, it's twenty eight hundred people. Right. And um, you know, if you're looking, they uh, go go find uh, if, if you're interested or have roles at your company, um, go look um online at LinkedIn or something. They uh. And find um, people from Peloton. They're posted. They actually have their listing people's names and qualifications and all that. So uh, if you're looking to hire people, I'm sure they they were there are some great people. I hope they get picked up by people like Echelon or yeah, or tough. Hydro or other or other companies out there uh, that that uh, are also in the space as well and can use them. So I really 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 feel for those those 2,800 folks. Um, yeah. So and um, they also. They're not building their park anymore. They're uh, at Peloton Output Park in, in Ohio. That's mm-hmm. off the table. That was a $400 million investment. Um, they're in cost mode. Now, they, none of the instructors get impacted, uh, from at least what they said. Um, they uh, dropped their earnings forecast or their revenue forecast, I should say, excuse me, for the year by another billion bucks. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. And, uh, but they still have a lot of people. They still have a lot of membership. Their membership did grow a fair bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and so, and, and their churn is pretty low. They're, they're not losing many people uh, from a, from a, a Sometimes you have to prune so you can uh, grow again. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. hard. That's a good I would never want to be in the position to have to make that. No, um, no I agree. And, uh, I agree with you, and it, it sucks that they had to do it. I think again, they're they're a victim of optimism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they they just bit off way too much, way too quick. And again, we're sitting in in the backseat driver. Oh, but, I mean, I think a lot of people. Uh, to be frank, a lot of people were talking about it for a long time, yeah. and they weren't seeing the innovation. They were just seeing a lot of spending, and uh, they weren't making money. They still aren't making money. They're still not. They're still not earning positive. Um, I think they need to get on that track because they're a publicly traded company. Their stock now, the the irony and kind of sad part, their stock jumped, uh, so it's now up to thirty nine bucks, up, up about ten fifteen bucks, which is what they want, of course, yeah. right? Um, but came at a very very painful cost. Right. Uh, and I, and I do I empathize and, and feel very very bad for them. Uh, so, you know, I hope that uh, it doesn't uh, 
I hope everyone lands squarely on their feet. Yeah. Th- thankfully, they're in a good job market where uh, people are needed. So ho- hopefully, I'll land on their feet and find great, great careers and, and all that good stuff. But sad news over there. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll keep, everyone's keeping their eye on it. Obviously, um, one not to, the. Uh, I have to mention it. Uh, one of I the wondered. things they gave us. <laughs> one of the things they may they gave as part of their severance package was a year of Peloton subscription. Look, I get it. I get it. Um, do they already have bikes? A lot of people do. And I think a lot of people do. Well, if not, they, they could they could also do use like a the like our version, their version of Fit yeah, Pass and stuff. But also, I'm just like. Are you kidding me? If I quit I, the Sonic, I, I, I don't a want tone, a chili yeah. dog for a day every day to remind me of the Sonic. Well, they didn't. Yeah, they were they were they were fired from the Sonic, <laughs> exactly. basically, right? No, I get it. I, look, for some people, that's a, that's a benefit, yeah. and I'm not gonna. I'm trying to be, not be too harsh about it, but I think it's a little tone deaf. Oh, my I, gosh, I yeah. probably, I probably would have said, look, if you want it, yeah, you have Peloton for life, right? Yeah, and if you don't. And you bought equipment, we'll buy it back for whatever Something you Something like for that. It. Yeah. Just that's that's probably how I would have approached mm-hmm. it, but I'm not in charge of that. You know, no. it's you got consultants paying you to tell you that. But I would have been much more I think someone missed the 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 mark a little bit with that one. Yeah, um, I, I would have just I would I would have made it lifetime. Ooh. I said, look, if you you want it, you can use it the rest of your life. If you don't understood we'll buy your equipment back something at the price you pay yeah just, just, that just it, it wouldn't cost them it's such a it's a no cost thing yeah. just give it to them yeah um anyways um uh, yeah and then uh, anything else on that topic uh i don't know if we need to beat that horse anymore um i, I just you know again i hope uh i hope they uh you know i i like all rising boats to yes to rise with the yeah. tide I hope, I hope they turn it around and keep connected fitness strong in the, in the industry so okay um let's see let's move on uh echelon let's talk echelon news all right what's going on meredith uh Chattanooga Studio is opening up again, if it hasn't already. Yep. Um, is a Miami studio open too? I didn't. I, that I, I do not know. I don't know. I know I, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, opened on Monday. The yeah, yeah. I got an I got an email from them because uh, I I've been to that studio mm-hmm. and, and so I got an email from the studio saying we're opening again. I did not confirm whether the Miami one is, so I apologize for those that want to know that. I don't know it. Um, new class format, Meredith. Tell us about it. I think you did. I think you've done did some of it. Yes, yes, I did one today because I'd heard about it. And so it's the intervals and arms. Um, Nicole did that, and it is it is one song. You do the intervals, so you do the the speed or the um, hill or the power or whatever, and then the next song you do arms, and then the yeah. next song you do the intervals again, and then the next song you do arms. And so forth and so on. And I, we were doing the first part. We were doing the interval part and we'd done the warm up. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am ready for mm-hmm. arms. <laughs> so we start to do the arms and I got little two pound weights. I don't, you know, I don't have anything crazy on my bike and a whole song of arms. I was kind of like, you know what? I'm ready for the intervals again. <laughs> but it <laughs> make really, it, make it stop. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, it was really good though. It's a lot of fun. And like she said, yeah. this isn't for like to get like big muscles. This is for toning. If you want to build out, some Meredith. strength, <laughs> go hit the fit pass and do some strength training, you know, okay. and, and use some of your, you know, they'll use different size weights on that. 
but um, it was really good. Um, also wanted to highlight that um, they have the Echelon Fit blog uh, made to move. Oh, okay. And um, there was a good article on that. Um, I don't want to like uh, give it all away, but it was five self-care tips for um, every workout by Mallory Rava. And, uh, you know, it was, it was basically don't, don't skip your warmups and cool downs, hydrate, prioritize recovery, get meditation into your groove and uh, embrace oh, the yes. echelon community. And she gave really good points on how to do each one. And uh, I just thought, oh, my gosh, that's so great. And they have an instructor spotlight where there's a little bit about okay. the instructors and how they came to echelon and some like their hobbies and then a member spotlight area, too. So. If you just want a little more insight into Echelon, it, it's, you know, the Echelon Fit blog is is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, or they can listen to this podcast and get everything you need, right? Right. I mean, that's why I didn't want to, like, just rip off her whole article and read the whole thing. I'm like, this is well, really no, no, good. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm saying we, we, we give a lot of insight. I to give the podcast. credit. I, I was, tap, I was, I was uh, giving us a little pat on the back. Oh, okay. We, okay. Gi- we, we give a lot of good information. Um, and then, um, I don't know if you've signed up for the Monday Motivation, but you can get Monday Motivation text. Um, I have not. So you just text no. the word Monday. To 81 81 And um, t- uh, this Monday's was Chris Tracy. Don't save it for later. Later becomes never. And I mean, how true is that? Eat, eat the pizza. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't save it for later. <laughs> no, I don't think it works that way with oh, pizza because oh, oh. pizza gets Damn eaten it. later. But, um, <laughs> you know, that workout. So say you. <laughs> <laughs> and then something really exciting that I haven't got to watch yet is okay. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. We had Danny Delarco on our show. Yes, and she was filming something, and she couldn't tell us what it was. Couldn't tell us. But her and her fiance no were filming something, and so we now know it was the HGTV show. HGTV show, moving for love. Moving for love. And they're on episode five. Excellent. And so um, obviously we know. Spoiler alert. Yeah. We know how it ends. (laughs) We know where they choose. But they were looking at Philadelphia, um, where Shannon is from, and then Miami, where Danny was. And um, so I have not got to watch it yet. Um, Yeah. But a lot of people have. I'll put it on my list for sure. Yeah. But definitely um, uh, go give that show some love and, and, uh, uh, you know support our, our instructors. Are doing oh yeah. That. I love when they talk about stuff they're doing outside of their, you know, when they're going to music festivals or, or whatever. And in yeah, fact, definitely Amber has been talking it up in her classes about river fest and Chattanooga. Yes. Yes. In June. And so she's been We're going to going. that for years. We are going, we have our we tickets. Are going. Woo. And um, it's it's going to be fun. I think there. It is. I love music festivals. I miss them. I'm, I'm excited to go. Yeah. I'm excited to go to one also where I don't have to camp. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like to camp at music festivals. I'm just yes. going to say. A little too old for that. Now, and, uh, you know. Did you hear about the guy at like Glastonbury who like went out there before they like roped it all off with security and like buried his vodka. And then so when he got there. Oh, God. He could dig it up. And oh God, <laughs> I have a plan for us, Shelton. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> I'm gonna bury some vodka. 
somewhere along the banks of the river. You know, Meredith, let's just get twenty. Let's just get it with with the times. I want to have it droned in, oh. and uh, yeah, see, see, you, you got to get tech with this stuff. Yeah, just have it I'm droned in. I, I want to make a geocache. I don't want no dirt vodka. I don't want no dirt <laughs> it's vodka. Potatoes. Some other. It's already some... dirt. <laughs> I'm getting oh, you dear. beat vodka just for that. Oh God! Imagine the worst. Yeah. So that's oh, that's my yeah. echelon news. We we've had okay. some really great more. rides. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Are you going to talk about like no, the no, Monday they, night I, football rides with the the football well, that, players? You know, yeah, no, a couple more of those coming yeah. up. But uh, Good Housekeeping has named uh, the EX7 best commercial bike, <gasps> uh, best commercial grade fitness bike. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, I, that's the bike I have. The X7. Great bike. Oh, wow. So, best commercial grade one. Uh, the EX8 yeah, should yeah, yeah, be yeah. shipping. I think people should be getting them. That's so exciting. Um, I yeah, yeah. So, I think, I I think they should be shipping it. out. Um, I, I'm, I can't wait to see some yeah, pictures of people riding them. And uh, I want to get, I want to get, if you guys get, and whoever got one, let us know. I want a full review on the thing. So yeah. send us an email, connect with this. I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on the, on the EX8. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. That's that. That's that. Anything else in fitness news? Oh, uh, just, you know, I'm just noticing how many stride treadmills are out there. Oh, now. It's like a lot of people. Uh, Our I mean, friend Ryan got, got his. Stride. Yeah. yeah. Stride, Stride 5, 5S, 7S, Walmart, Sport, Sport S, uh, the Walmart Sport and the Sport S. Mm-hmm. There's like several different versions of it out there now. So great, uh, great to see so many options in the stride world. And so, uh, People seem to be digging those. Uh, what about shout outs, Meredith? You oh got those? Gosh, I got so many. I got so many yeah. good names. I just, okay. man, oh, I people I are just incredible. Killing it. Um, I got shenanigans. Like Shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. I Esha like it. Loon. Drab nice. Crab. I rode with drab crap. That was just amazing. <laughs> um, what the hill, which is yeah, hilarious that one, yeah. because that is my Apple Watch team's name. So Sarah, Monica, Matthew, and I are what the hill on the Apple Watch what thing. Baba, Baba Hill. But yeah. somebody's what the hill on the leaderboard. <laughs> the nice. Um, ice, ice baby, and Little Rock. So like, okay. they're my neighbor. I mean, stop collaborate and listen. Exactly. Fat panda. I mean, is there any other kind? Yeah. <laughs> really, I've never, I've never seen a lean panda. <laughs> Dizzy fish. Svelte panda. Paul's to the wall. <laughs> that, that was great. Oh my god! Jayma liked that I, one. <laughs> that's a good one. Paul's to the wall. Bike my butt off. Which you know, yeah. You know, straight to the point, I guess. Tater from Idaho. Their name was Tater, Tater. and their location was Idaho. <laughs> I'm like, of course you are. And then Mamasaurus Rex, which is awesome. Mamasaurus Rex. Very good. I like that. I didn't write down any fun names. Damn it. I meant to. I know I'd see them. Yeah. I was, ah, I just, I always forget. I, sometimes I take a picture so, of them. And I don't feel like right from through my phone. I mean, that's one of the things with high fives. If you have a name like that, like all those people, yeah, yeah. they got high fives for me. They're probably oh, like, all who, the, all who the is high this? Fives. What is she yeah, doing? Totally. Um, but also like, I'm kind of like, if you're from Wales or Boston or the San Francisco Bay area um, or related to Spin Diva, you're getting a high five from me. Like there's just certain rules I have for my high fives. Certain rules. 
I'm a proximity fiver. I do that too. Um, I like to I'm do I'm totally who's... a proximity. I do not look much beyond the immediate. I, you know what's I, I am a I, I gotta this, this is something I need to talk to Ashlon about. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um like someone will high five me and they're not in the immediate area. Yeah. And it used to be where I could tap and hold their name and it would jump to them. Oh. It, it doesn't always do that now. And so I can't, I, so if you high five me and I don't high five you back, it's not because I don't want to, it's because I just can't I find can't you. I can't find you. I, I, and I just can't scroll through the whole. Or I find people. you yeah. and I go, I click on your name. I swear to everything that is yeah. holy. I click on your name yeah. and then I high five. And then I go back to you to make sure, and it's it's no, I high five the person above you, or the screen jumped, and I high yeah, five somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I do, I do that so, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, sometimes it'll it'll switch place. Yes. They'll, they'll jump a spot, and I'll hit the next person and high five them by accident. Yeah. Happens. Yeah, but but you yeah. know what? Every high five is good. It's a good thing. It is. Yeah. Even if I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. You it. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. Totally, you have totally. to do it. You can't just yeah, think about exactly. it. That doesn't count. Right, right. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Shout outs. Um, I got one or two okay, here. Um, I want to shout out someone. Yeah. Uh, uh, Helen Besant mm. in the UK. Uh, I don't know. Just, uh, you know, I, I, sh- I, I look at all the different boards, mm-hmm. the echelon boards and stuff. And she just said that. And I think I responded to uh, just a question she had or something. And she was like, uh, you, you know, she says, Oh my God, I'm so starstruck. I'm like, starstruck. <laughs> like I'm this, I'm this guy sitting in Virginia that just talks on, on a podcast and she's starstruck. I was just very flattered. I mean, it was, she, it, she said we were her favorite podcast. No, whether, granted, we are the only podcast she listens to, oh, but well, I'll take that. Yes. So we're the best and the worst at the same true. time. Which, but I mean, We're her favorite uh, and her least favorite, and her least favorite, which is ironic, but it's the truth, right? It, it has to be. be. The truth. But again, she, she obviously loves the podcast. Oh, that's awesome! And she just—it just—it was very, very sweet of her to say that. I'm like, oh my gosh, please! It's very—I'm blushing about it because it's like there was nothing to be starstruck for, guys. If you, if you, we are normal people. Oh, absolutely! Like, yeah, I think most people know know that that Noah. We're kind of know, the most, yeah, nerdy people um, ever. But um, you know, uh, cool. Yeah, cool, but cool. you could always. I mean, don't be afraid to friend us or. Oh yeah. Whatever. I mean, I I I, I hate to even think I have to say that. I don't think I have to say that, but. Um, or on the just, leaderboard, uh, you're at Jackie Daytona, and I'm Jackie at Wonder J- uh, Yeah, J- Jackie Daytona. Yeah, we would love friend yeah. requests. Yeah, there was there was a space between Jackie and Daytona, and a space Jackie between Daytona. Wonder and Willis. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you can find us if you want anytime. Just ping us, IM us, whatever. We're just here. We love to talk to people that, that listen we to love the to show. Talk. That's makes why us... we have a podcast. So, this is true. So yeah, what I love about a lot of these. Um, these milestone rides that people are having as I have seen a couple just this week that said I'm at 400 and for my 400th, I'm doing my first live ride ever. And I'm like, wow, wow. That it's all been on demand, you know, holy smokes. I know. And I'm like, that makes it even more special. And like, you know, one person's like, does anyone want to ride this with me? It's going to be my you know, first live ride and, you know, or I never yeah, post. And and I love that I'm seeing a lot of these. I've never posted before, but it's my one year anniversary. And I'm like, 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And don't stop posting now that you've started. Oh, absolutely. Look, you are, everyone has the mm-hmm. post away. Yeah. You know, it's just like we need to see lots of variety. We don't need to don't see need the same faces all time. the time, guys. You don't <laughs> seem to see Sheldon anytime soon, and uh, you probably won't. But uh, no, guys, we are, no one is a star here. We are all just people and post away have fun yeah when the instructors say get on there and send me a sweaty selfie i mean that's what finally made me post is nicole's like i mean it get on there and do a and you don't have to do a sweaty selfie if you don't want to you can just do a picture of the sweat on your bike you don't have to do a picture if you want to just 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 post and say yay thank you for the great ride nicole amy danny whatever right whatever you want i mean just engage in this community and it will engage back. Full stop. I'll just, it will engage back. <laughs> it will respond. It's alive, man. It's alive. All right. Let's get to the shout outs. That's the only reason people Okay, listen. shout out. Do um, it. Let's roll. The 100s. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, 100. We said it before. I know. That's awesome. We have a lot here. That's yeah, awesome. You get a t-shirt. Do it. Email customer t-shirt. service if you haven't already. Um, Allie Finley. Ginger Ginny. Jocelyn Rockliffe. Tammy Corbin, Jolly Llama, <laughs> which is also an awesome name. All of them, 100 rides. Nice rides. Uh, 200 rides. Lynn's V, Spin to be Fit, Denver Dog Mom, 200 rides. Nice. I love it. Um, 300 rides. We have Is It Shark Week Yet? Which <laughs> the friends of Trisha exactly, I wondered. Um, mother of chumps. I mean, honesty. Uh, nice. I just love it. <laughs> mother of dragons. I'm mother of chumps. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal Renee and Cassandra. Three hundred um, workouts. I think Cassandra's was maybe Rose. I didn't write okay. that down, but I think hers because she's had a Close lot enough. of work. She's done her thousand workout cubes. So. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, 400, we have Dave Novajovsky, Maleficent, and Nick B. All of them have 400. Lori Gassner has 500 rides. Nova Girl, 600. And then we got three 900s here. And what's crazy is we're friends with all three of them. So we got Uh, Nate Warwick, Jules. And Peg Power. Jules. Yes, we just rode with them. Yeah, we just did Jules and, yeah. and Peg Power. We just rode with them with Amy. Congrats, and friends. Fun. Yeah. Yay. So so proud of you guys. That's, that's, a, that's a, it's a lot of riding. A lot. That's You're a lot so close to that thousand. And they've already got over a thousand workouts. They've got their cubie cubes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. One year anniversaries Wildfire, Nicole Scuteri, Allison Beach, and Sparky Roo. Sparky Roo. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you have to say I, it that I way. I thought of Scrappy. Sparky Roo. Yeah, I thought of Scrappy Doo. <laughs> but I'm sure Sparky Roo is much cooler. Exactly. Yeah. So those are the shout outs. Lots of great ones. Yeah. Nice. Good shout out episode. I like it. Meredith, yeah. let's, uh, let's do a little. Um, it is Black History Month. It it's is. February. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I. Trying to trying to think the best way for us to honor and uh, uh, respect it and, and and try to offer something, and I think we discussed it, and we're going to talk about our 
inspirations in, in black history. Yeah. So why, don't, why don't you start? Okay. You give, give, it, give it yours. So. Who'd you choose? I chose Wilma Rudolph. Okay. And to be honest, I, I just, I always knew she was a good runner. That's what I knew. Yeah. And I knew that uh, one of the coaches at the college that I went to had ran against her in a race and lost. But um, yeah. that was <laughs> kind of like, she's like, I ran against her, you know, nice. and, and lost. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's incredible. She was um, born premature, 4.5 pounds. Wow. She was the 20th of 22 children. Holy smokes. From her father. Her father had been married twice, but still, that's a lot of kids. That's, that's a big family. That's a big, that's a big family. family. Um, she got it's like, scarred. It's like a whole soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. It she, really literally is. It's like two, two 11 person teams. You're right. You're right. Amazing. Um, she got scarlet fever and uh, infantile paralysis caused by the polio virus. And so oh she gosh. wore a leg brace until she was 12. On her left leg. So, I mean, I guess when I think of excuses, I'm like, right, um, right, <laughs> maybe no excuses. Uh, so she started playing basketball, and then uh, the the track coach noticed her and was like, um, "Yeah, you're gonna." <laughs> they called her Skeeter because she was so quick. She was like like a mosquito. She was so quick on the basketball oh, court. Funny. And so um, when she was in high school, she qualified for the 1956 Olympics in Australia uh, in the 200 meters. And she didn't win in that. She lost in the prelims, but she got the bronze because she ran a leg of the four by 100 relay. And so she took her bronze medal to high school. I was like, look what nice. I got. Can you imagine? I got kids. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was like, I think I want a gold one. So she went to Rome in 1960. So she's in college by this time. And she lived in Tennessee. And uh, she became the first American woman to win three gold medals in a single Olympics in track and field. And when she went to Rome, she was there. Like Cassius Clay was also there. We know him as Muhammad Ali. Yes. Yep. And they even dated briefly, which I, really? I never knew. Never there you knew. Go. Um. I love the, the nicknames other countries had for her, um, which were nice. Um, the Black okay, Pearl, <laughs> the Flash, um, the Tornado, the fastest woman on earth. And yeah. I love this one, La Chattanooga Choo Choo. That's what the French <laughs> called her, La Chattanooga Choo Choo. Yeah, she was from Tennessee. Was she from Chattanooga? No, she was from Tennessee. Oh. Um, well, you know, she went like enough. when she had, so I can't remember exactly where in Tennessee she was from, but she had to take a bus ride, her and her mom every week for like years for the treatments on her legs. I mean, it was like, oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, and it was, she became an Olympic athlete. Something yeah, else. exactly. Um, and, uh, she retired, uh, in 1962, um, from competing because she didn't go to the Tokyo Olympics um, in 1964 because she just wanted to be like Jesse Owens and retire going out on top. And um, so she yeah. she got her degree, bachelor's in education, and she taught and coached. But um, she was a role model for black and female athletes. Um, and her Olympic success elevated women's track and field in the United States. Like, Yeah, absolutely. She even ran in some like traditionally – male only runs and things like that. I mean, so she really broke down a lot of barriers and she was also, um, a civil rights 
activist and she was yep. part of a protest for desegregation, one of the restaurants in her town. And so all the restaurants became desegregated. Um, she's just really amazing. There's a book, Wilma, the story of Wilma Rudolph, um, a biography about her. Um, she, uh, is, she has a postage stamp. And she also um, was an ABC sports commentator for the LA Olympics in 1984. And she died in 1994 at the age of 54 um, from brain tumor and th- uh, throat cancer, which is just, oh gosh. I yeah. mean, yeah, that woman been through it's, so much, but I just, yeah, you know, goodwill ambassador to West Africa for the U S I mean, she just really did a lot of, a lot of good. And, um, you know, had a lot of hardships that really she could have just been like, yep, yeah, I'm going to quit. I'm not going to worry about that. Or I won't ever be any good at that. And obviously she had a supportive family and, um, you know, it, it was just, it's, she's really amazing. I always knew she was a good athlete, but when you yeah. look at everything it, she it, overcome and all the extra stuff she did to promote and uplift others, um, yeah. you don't have to do that. You can be a big star. And, uh, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Just be for yourself, but she was definitely for yeah, other so, people. Yeah. So you and I are on the kind of have the same thought. You know, it's uh, I'm glad we did this exercise because yeah. you know, again, like yourself, uh, you know peripherally about people, yeah. and it gives us a chance to reflect a little deeper and and, and learn a little bit about their yeah, what yeah. they actually. Oh, she's a good runner. And, it's like. She's so much more oh, yeah. than a good runner. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I wrote down two. I'm only, I'll focus on one, but you mentioned one, Jesse Owens. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was a track person. Mm-hmm. And so, which I've said a thousand times, but uh, yeah, it, the guy set four world records in 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, that's insane. Uh, in, yeah. in, in a course of 45 yeah. minutes. And one of them stood for like 25 years. You know, just an amazing, uh, you know, was the first. Uh, uh, black male to get like a sponsorship. Basically, Adidas handed him shoes yeah. at the Olympics and had him wear. So, um, you know, obviously the four gold medals. I'm not. That wasn't the one I picked though. I went. Mm-hmm. I went to a different sport. Um, uh, and I looked at Jackie Robinson. Now, uh, again, everybody knows who knows who Jackie Robinson is. Uh, I don't have as I didn't write down as as much as maybe you did. I just focused on some of the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, first black professional in the major league baseball in the modern era, there were professional baseball players back in the 1800s. Uh, but in the modern era, he was the first real, uh, uh first signed major league baseball, uh, player. Uh, so he actually served in the military for two years uh, mm-hmm. prior to that. Um, and then, uh, 1947, he won the inaugural rookie of the year. So he's the first person to win that wow. not just the, yeah you know, it, it, that's when they released it was 1940 mm-hmm. the first one they did and he, and he received that uh 1949 mvp of the league first black player to do so a lot of firsts in his life yes. this is why I, I think it was so inspired by it it's like you know just the the things he did one after the other um you, you know and it was interesting you know when they when they were bringing him in they were like are you going to be able to turn the other cheek? Yeah. For, because I mean, all this stuff is coming. He's like, and he basically was like, so you want me to be a quiet black man, you uh, know? Yeah. And, and so it was, he did, you, you know, and the, the, the conversation happened around that is like, you know, I, I want you to be the stronger man is what the guy told yeah. me. So but he actually not, did. Yeah. It's not fair. He actually, yeah. it's not fair. It never, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. And the whole, the whole, Era taking the high road was in mm. was was having mm-hmm. to be better 
than the normal person. Better, he had to be better to be equal, yeah. which was, I think that's yes. the big lesson yeah. from that whole thing uh, is that, and that's what we're, you know, when people say equality, it's, 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 that's the, the pure definition mm-hmm. of it is not having to be more than someone just to be equal right. with them. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, he was nonviolent, but, in, in, but deeply involved in the, in the, in the civil rights movement and himself, uh, much like the person that you mentioned, uh, he was the first person to have his uniform retired in any sport, uh, you know, so across the wow. league, his number was retired. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I, I, all this information I got is right. You know, oh, I know. Is, I know. It is the internet. Yeah. Um, uh, first black ma- uh, major league baseball TV analyst. And he was also a successful businessman. He was a, a, a senior vice president, like chock full of nuts was the coffee company. Um, he did die young as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 53. He was yeah. only 53. Yeah. Heart, uh, heart disease mm-hmm. um, and uh, diabetes, I think uh, was uh, in his history and so um i ended up dying young but just again uh you read about these people and you actually i'm glad we took the time to talk about it um uh in, in honor uh you know i i haven't seen uh i haven't been paying attention to, to echelon class I, I hope they have something during the month oh, as yeah. well i don't know if that's going to happen or not i just uh we'll have to see yeah but um i'd like to see it uh, um me too and i, I think, think um wilma rudolph had a great quote um winning is great but if you're really going to do something in life, the secret is learning how to lose. If you can pick up after a crushing defeat and go on to win again, you are going to be a champion someday. Yeah. And I think yeah. what a what a great lesson to, you know, teach the younger generation and just ourselves about anything, whether it's work, you know, whether you receive a setback there or anything in life. Just you're not going to get better unless you keep going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Well, I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Um, excellent. Um, okay. Let's get to, let's do our final thing of the day. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we, we, like, we, we like our games, Meredith. We, do like we like our, like our games. games. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, we got to do our thing here. Uh, <laughs> it is. That's right, folks. We are here at uh, Super Lux and Not Just Years, Bite the Goes Through, podcast game show. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we are going to do another little one of our famous snack downs. Snack downs. These are not meals, Lindsay. Sna- Leave us alone. These are not. It's not meal down or whatever. It is. Love you, Lindsay. Just kidding. And, and if <laughs> listen, if if you if you work hard enough and believe anything is a snack. Oh, true. Just remember That's that. the American just way. Just remember that anything can be a snack. <laughs> Pot roast. Snack. It's a snack. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to do Meredith. Yes. Lamest Valentine's Day treat. All right. Lamest. Lamest. Now the winner will be the lamest. Okay. okay you ready? Yep. That's right. Okay. Now you said I get to go first, right? Yep. You get to go first. Okay. I go first. The lamest Valentine's Day treat are conversation no! hearts. Oh, I knew you were going to say ah! that. I love con- <laughs> conversation hearts. They're How else can you tell someone in fifth grade to be mine unless you're like, oh, they're, here you go. They are fine for message transfer. <laughs> they are, they are terrible. Disgusting. The they orange are terrible ones are snack. okay. The orange ones are, they taste like a creamsicle. Those are okay. <laughs> but you got to take the snack as a whole. They the should be eradicated. Ones? Oh my God. It's like oh, taking a Tums, isn't it? <laughs> it's like a tum. It really is. It's like, it's like they've snuck a Tums Why in. Why am I it's helping terrible. you with this? I mean, t- conversation hearts are okay. delicious. 
Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So conversation hearts, lamest Valentine's Day treat. Okay. What's yours? Okay. I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah. They have Peeps hearts. That was on my list. Peeps Depending, hearts. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, that would have been, that would have been number three for me. They come in red, pink, yeah. and yeah. white. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I will, I will agree with you. Those are probably not good. But conversation hearts, much worse. What if you took a peeps heart and you put little conversation hearts on it and gave it to your Valentine? Uh, or you, or you like gave an open heart surgery and you stuffed one inside of it? <laughs> There's like a little conversation heart inside. Look, it's inside. You have to eat its chest to see how I feel. So, so what else were on, was on your list? I'm curious because I had one more uh, on mine too. Okay, uh, the little cinnamon hearts. <gasps> No, I love those. Oh, oh I made the no, little boy I, no. I had a crush on. I made him a chocolate cake, and and I made a little well, heart. They were in okay the shape if you use them cinnamon. on something. Yeah, yeah, but we by went themselves, out for like a year. No. It was successful. Yeah, it was successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, those would have been. I I may even put them ahead of the peeps in terms of bad. But so what was on yours? Cupid's corn. It is, oh, is candy, candy corn? corn that is like, which I love candy corn. Yeah. I'm not a candy corn snob. I love me you're some not candy a, corn. You're not anti-candy corn. Okay. But they're they're like red and then pink and then white. They look like bloody teeth. Ooh. Yeah. yeah so weird. They're not that's appetizing yeah. to look at. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. And I would even put, I, I would put in the list like the, uh, like the grocery store Wax. heart box yeah. of chocolates. Yeah. Because like. You know you're gonna get one that's got like some terrible nougat in it, or like a jelly, okay. or some bullcrap. I know, Ugh. but I have you never know always what you're get. wanted. Yes, a big box of chocolates, like a big yeah. heart shaped box of chocolates. Yeah. Like ever since I watched like yeah. the Peanuts Valentine <laughs> special, when poor Charlie Brown like keeps looking in his mailbox and reaching his whole arm in there, and obviously to get, he's looking for his Valentine from the little redhead girl. Yes. Right? Yeah, I and know. and then I always I always empathized with him. I had a crush on a little redhead girl when I was a kid. Oh, Never reciprocated. Everyone does. Little redhead girls I are know. the best. Um, but yeah. Anyway, big box of hearts. Big box of uh, yeah. Chocolates. Big box of chocolates. Yeah. Okay, I I can see that. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, that would have been on my but list. That's not lame. Would, that would be especially. Awesome. Eh, it's kind of lame because a terrible. Like, it's just terrible. No, uh, but Godiva. Plus. It, mm. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Well, that's that's different. I'm talking about the no name, no no, no name ones yeah. that just like you don't know what they get. They don't even, they're not even labeled. You can't even tell what they are because they haven't given it, you the. Who knows? They have. Yeah, you got to like bust them with your thumb or bite in or something to tell what they are. <laughs> yeah, and like three quarters of them are terrible. Ooh, right? Or C's candies. They make a heart box. C's are good though. C's are good. C's are very good. Yeah, C's are good. Okay, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. lame. I'm like, I'll, I'll even I'll okay. even take like the you know the Whitman sampler. Oh, yeah. That's a, that that because that has sampler. a nice little guy. I'll take a bag. <laughs> I'll take a bag of Werther. Yeah, non-sponsor. But yeah, non-sponsor. Uh, none of these are sponsored. Yeah, uh, but we do have. Oh, you know what? I'd really take Meredith. I would take myself a fluffy but fit uh, collaboration shirt exactly. that I'd take for Valentine's Day. That's Great the gift way idea, folks. Great gift idea. Great yeah. gift idea. Uh, anyways, what do we call it? Let's say we call it. We've been talking over an hour here. Okay. So why don't we roll let, and roll? Let people go, Meredith. Again, I wish you a bye bye. Bye-bye. Well, it's pretty clear to me 
whole world takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere.